Hey, welcome, buddy, to Non Sequitur Show. Uh, I want you to introduce the new look Kyle has. Uh, he's decided to change his hairstyle, grow a little facial hair. Um, Kyle, I'm loving the look, dude. It is. It is. I think it's modern. I think it's it's updated. Um, you look less gay, but that's your choice. But how are you, by the way? Doing pretty good. I mean, I appreciate it. Just trying it out for a couple of days. You know, I hear people are into the dad bod thing. I think I went a little overboard, but you know. Yeah, yeah, the Bob. You know what? I think I prefer the old style. But anyways, uh, yeah, this isn't Kyle. Kyle, unfortunately, isn't feeling well. He's a little under the weather and sick. So we got Lion here. Uh, he's a Patreon of the channel. He's going to help me co-host this really kind of different and out of the way kind of a topic, I think, which is uh, Two Girls, One Mic, Porncast, which is actually a podcast that's called a Porncast, correct? Indeed. Correct. There. Awesome. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you two lovely ladies actually watch porn, but actually rate the... Let's just say non-sexualized portions of the of the thing, or do you rate it all? Uh, fill me in on how this actually works here. I would say, uh, and Alice, let me know if you disagree. I'd say we do rate the sexual portions as well, but we, our focus is the plot. Awesome, correct, awesome. So, yeah. so you, so you're your vet, right? You're you're also known as Cybabe. Indeed, the bunker of pseudoscience. Very good. We love that. It, it's uh, it's what I do for funsies and for uh, for pay. And occasionally you can tell a dirty joke or two. I'm allowed to say cunt. It's a good job if you can get it. Man, and you get paid for that. I, you know what? We it's, need to talk and trade prices. I think. Yeah, getting getting paid know, to right? tell people they're full of shit. It's a it's it's great work if you can find it. I would love to actually. That's kind of what I do when I'm not a non sequitur. Actually, uh, and we got Alice Vaughn. You're actually the creator of Galaxy Bath Bombs. Yeah, but I'm more true? well known for uh, my, yes, I am, but uh, I'm more well known for my other product, Offensive Crayons. Offensive Crayons. Tell us what Offensive Crayons. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Are these like crayon names that I have, have like dirty names? I have boxes of them right in front of me. I can read some yes, of the colors off. Yes, I want to off. see. Hold on, let me grab Oh, this them. is going to be interesting. Jeez. This is going to so be awesome. Have... I want to know what some of these colors are. <laughs> so uh, they're crayons uh, with fun names on them uh everything from miscarriage maroon to boner pill blue uh what oh, is the privilege <laughs> so the holiday edition oh and i know okay. that my my video is not coming in. all right okay. so it's, it just yeah. they have like a little santa hat on the thing but all it says is holiday edition the uh the original which here we go and now the okay. best one is the political edition that just came out red white and fuck you <laughs> that's, that's my motto as an as a american yes red right and fuck you yeah politics in a nutshell right <laughs> yeah I mean, I can... and i try to be an equal opportunity offender so oh yeah it's Your yeah but these friends are, I guess we're... Is... go ahead no one's off limits on it these are crayons are not for children i assume right well it depends I mean, on who your parents blind. are and blind children can use them. Yeah, I won't be able to read it. How, and by the way, I, I, I guess, it's, I, by the way, your, your name is Ion, right? Not Lion. I, I mispronounced it because the Dave put the wrong name on it. Oh, yeah, is it's it Ion? Ion. Okay, okay. I want to clarify that for our, our viewers there. Um, so, so let's get back to the crayons here real quick because I'm so interested in it. <laughs> taxation <laughs> is, let's see. Uh, taxation is theft me. yellow. Um, let's see. Mainstream media click, clickbait coral. Uh, let's see. Citizens United Green. Um, there, there are some good ones in this one. Let's see. This is my probably my favorite. Everyone's a racist except me. 
that's, it's that's white. those are brilliant. Yeah, are, yeah I mean, I like, and the original pack, the white one was privileged. So, I mean, we, I'm just saying, we go after ourselves. We go after liberal things. We go after not so liberal things and everything in between. So, it's just, if it's out there, we find a way to fucking poke at it. And by we, I mean Alice and me occasionally contributing one sentence. I bet you, you guys, hey, man. To play cards against humanity with you guys would be great. Oh, that would be deadly. <laughs> I've uh, I have definitely won most horrible person uh, while playing cards against humanity multiple times, so that is not surprising. I mean, it's why she's my best right? friend. I, I like the fact that you guys said you were equal opportunity offenders because I happen to like comedy and I'm old school. I'm one of those people that I think offense is taken, and I think that uh, you know comedy shouldn't really be without without uh, or without comedy should be without bounds i don't think that people should be limited to what they find to be funny if they don't think it's something is funny they don't listen to it uh humor is you know subjective and so i say yeah, a lot of I things mean, that i i know people can get upset with and if, even though it's fine i think it's funny if they don't so be it i think I agree humor completely. especially offensive humor is one of those things where it's exceptionally controversial because as you mentioned it's subjective everyone has their own line and limits but it's really important because there's so many topics that people can't discuss, empathize, and or approach unless they can do it through a venue of comedy. And plus, I mean, right. if we can't joke about things, then we can't really talk about them. Uh, it was funny. I was on a forum the other day and someone said to me, <laughs> no, all Holocaust jokes are offensive. Every single one of them. And the person I knew, I knew for a fact, because my great crayon and your audience, half of them are going to tune out after they hear this one. <laughs> Look, Great I'm her designated them. Jew. I'm, I'm, a, I have, I, I, and, and I hey, approve of this. Mazel okay, exactly. My mom's Jewish. I'm so, Jewish. Yeah. Look, Go it was passed so through the, her sensitivity filter. Yeah. So the Great Crayon is called Auschwitz Ash. And uh, oh, yes. I had relatives who died in the Holocaust. I'm just saying. I did and, too. And, and, so, I still thought, and I still thought the crayon was hilarious. Look, when that person on that forum, they were bitching about, no, no one can make jokes about the Holocaust. I knew for a fucking fact that they that they laughed at that joke. So I first off yeah. called them out. I was like, first off, you laughed at that crayon. Second of all, I'll give you a gold star for trying. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I believe that comedy is a, is a therapeutic device. And I believe that we, we know these topics are very sensitive. When people, we talk about very, very sensitive topics all the time and they don't, they're not, we're not making light of the subject, but what it is is these are coping mechanisms. When people laugh at certain exactly. things, obviously, you know, the whole thing with the Holocaust mm -hmm. was was you know, just atrocious. Um, you know, one of the worst events in the in the history of humankind. Exactly. But by by having comedy, this is one of the ways that some people cope with these things. I'm one of those people, so I wouldn't take offense like that because it's just not the intent. And Right. And I gave a talk uh, last year and somebody came up, it's a, uh, part of it was saying, you know, humor is a great way to approach some of these subjects that we can't get people to come around on uh, that are hard to broach. And I use the example of the producers because there are other movies. Uh, in, I'm sorry this went to not look. I, I lost Godwin's Law quickly, but work with me on this. Yeah, we, we were already at Auschwitz ass. So I, I, I feel like it's a that. short jump to Hitler. Um, but I said, you know, there are <laughs> you know, short, very short. Uh, yeah, Obligatory jump, feel, though, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. I, it was look. It's it was gonna get step. there Go anyway. In my in my good Jewish grandmother's honor, I had to do this. Um, but she, uh, it's, it, um, there was, you know, all these. There are a lot of movies that talk about, you know, these subjects that kind of glamorize or make Nazis look kind of badass and kind of sexy. However, you look at the producers and you can take this 
awful force and reduce it down to we're laughing at you with your own words like and right. it, it's i and somebody came up to me from the audience afterwards and said uh, my grandmother was a holocaust survivor and the first time she was able she wouldn't ever say a word about it the first time she could talk about it was after watching the producers because suddenly it made it okay it made it somehow okay to to laugh at it and then process it so humor helps yeah, kind of breaks that glass you know kind of helps get that bridge going to you know not acceptance but being able to at least you know move on a little bit address it that kind of stuff yeah you're not approving of the actions obviously but how do you get how do you get how do you get stuck with the gentile it's you know <laughs> some she was she was lost she i found a lost alone and wandering through the desert and i'm like you can be one of us if you need to sweetheart so that's how that i, I have i have 0.7 percent jew in me Excuse you. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's not yeah, a Shannon for the if you know what that is. Okay. I'm more Southeast yeah. Asian than she is Jew. <laughs> <laughs> At least according to Asian, Ian, you're, who knows. You're, Ian, you're the only you're the only non-Jew in here, man. Welcome. Um I, uh, let, me, let me ask you this. <laughs> this same pressure now. Yeah. Did, 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 before you get into the, the your podcast, and there's one other movie that I will bring to your attention. Have you ever watched The Aristocrats? We know uh, we everyone have... involved on that. <laughs> Okay. I was just having dinner now, last night with Jackie Martling. <laughs> was she one of the comedians in the in the in the Jackie movie? the joke uh, man Martling? Jackie sounds familiar. But which one was she? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, 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 yeah, 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 okay. Howard Stern, gotcha. Um, see, like that movie, I didn't think was funny, right? But some people did, right? I, I get the I get the entire concept, the over meta narrative of the show, of the movie, right? And I agree that. With the meta narrative, but of course, if this wasn't my my cup of tea, right? But some people thought it was funny, right? And it was one of those vile, disgusting, dirtiest all time things there is. And that's the point uh, as far of as it. The, that's the point of it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the whole point of it's, it that they allowed to do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and it's like uh, Penn from Penn and Teller was one of the main. I think he was one of the producers. Um, but it was, I guess, they had to edit out. Uh, like their sound editor had to edit out him laughing as if you've heard him laugh on his podcast or any of his stuff. He has this crazy loud laugh and it was, you know, and he obviously digs this type of humor. It's for someone, uh, which is why it's like this stuff doesn't exist to create a market for it. This stuff exists because there is a market for it and people want to laugh at it. Exactly. Sure. Okay, so so I guess we're gonna kind of dive into your, the reason why you guys are here, and that's one of our favorite subjects to talk about porn. Now, I was I'm kind of fortunate that I got a co-host now because usually when it comes to porn, I have to do everything solo. So I'm glad I got a partner this time. So, Sounds highly yeah, masturbatory. I am I am a Kyle replacement <laughs> here after all, so I'm happy to help. Yeah. Well, well, I don't have sex with Kyle either, so that's something in common with with him. Hey, maybe so, I can inspire uh, you to change that. Who knows? Well, you know what? You know what? Buy me a few drinks first. You know, I may be cheap, but I'm not free. So tell Works us about your me. podcast here. I, I'm really curious what you guys actually do with this two girls and one mic here. Uh, so we oh. do a couple things. So we we review yeah. the holes and the plot holes of your favorite porn. So yes, we actually care about the continuity <laughs> in pornography, cinematography, all the writing, all that fun stuff. Um, but That's we cool. also not only do that, but we also talk to people within the actual industry, try destigmatizing it and learning more about it. So that way our audience can learn overall, not only more about the industry itself, but to have better sex lives and, you know, um, 
really understand what's going on with all these people that we're benefiting from, but not really talking to or about an entire industry that's kind of affecting everything from censorship laws to uh, tax law to uh, you name it, uh, copyright. Um, it's it's this huge thing that no one talks about. I mean, that and it was a great that joke that started the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it, it's I'd given. And I mean, Alice is the person who will make any she's like, I see a thing that's funny. I can make this happen. Uh, and we were just like we were all we bounce ideas off of each other regularly. And I had just given a talk on why bad science in the movies is perfectly fucking OK. Uh, and I was picking on Neil deGrasse Tyson a little bit for his whole Neil deGrasse Tyson destroys your favorite movies this summer thing and i'm like you know get destroying the the bad science in movies is like destroying the plot line in a porno no matter what you're still getting uh what you went in there for and then i was like wait there's a market for destroying the bad science in movies maybe there's a market for destroying the plot lines in porno so just alice and i were talking about it <laughs> someone had to jump on it right it's, you want to go wreck just, some porn movies Okay. It's. I, I mean, well, if they were, if there wasn't wrecking already in them, there was going to be after we were done with them. Well, the fact sure. that you know, okay, plot holes and porn seem to kind of go together. I don't think that many of them are supposed to be well scripted, and and nowadays most you have flips, not but... seen oh, Back to the Future. Sure. No, I have sure. not. And the, and the big Lebowski triple X. Yeah, big Lebowski triple X. Watch it. I'm not even fucking with you. For the cinematography values. Is this something you know? Okay, so, so legitimately. Go ahead, Seriously. Oh, I you know what? We there was it. this uh, Star Wars one I saw a while back. It was called The New Hole or something like that. It was a parody of A New Hope. That one actually like gets pretty much every plot there. device yeah. of the actual movie down to a T. I was really impressed. Yep. It's probably one of my and favorites. Yeah. That's what we look for is, you know, our what do they we love the parody ones and we love kind of the old crazy experimental ones. Like I still <laughs> have dreams. kind of yeah, night dreams, cafe flesh. I met somebody and a poor a former porn actor who auditioned for uh, for cafe flesh. Yeah, wow. this happened like two weeks ago, uh, and he seemed he seemed a little angry when I said that the porn acting was better now than it used to be. I'm like, dude, just because you were a bad actor, it's not my fault. Yeah, get better, man. Get better at your performance. Um, so it's, these some of these movies, like for example, if I correct me wrong, but there was a movie back when called Pirates that was um, like a million dollar budget. Indeed. This was a high yeah. end. Um, yeah. So so it, you think that the 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 porn companies are now investing in those kind of things and trying to, to legitimize, legitimize them in the actual mainstream at all because back in the 70s way before everybody was here um back in my time even though i was too young to watch back then uh, but as i grew and up it really I wasn't on the internet no no i gotta tell you this is a true story um back back when you know before people had the internet and stuff like that we had something called select and on tv and these were actually broadcast over the uhf fans and so Whoa. I remember back in like 1985, give or take, right? The early mid 50, uh, 50, 80s. And I had a little analog TV. And you would turn a little dial. And what it would do would be kind of off, off um, the from fundamental frequency a little bit. But select TV and on TV were coming over it. And it was scrambled. So if you tune it just a little bit off the fundamental frequency, sometimes that scramble would go away. And you get a whole picture. Like, you're like, nipple, nipple. That's, that's <laughs> nipple. I swear to God, you're like, white, but. Every yeah. so often you're like, yeah, I see an ultra weird looking vagina, but I'm into it. 
Oh, I don't know if I would have recognized that at that age. That's yeah. I knew it. I knew what boobs looked like. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I still have to like call you. We're gonna find out eventually. That people let's, like let's because, they, because they grew up jerking off to bad uh, video quality porn that they got from like hunting on those dials. Oh, 4K would have killed me. Now. <laughs> well, yeah, 4K would have killed me. I wouldn't know what I've done. I was going to say, let's not forget that if you had an 8mm projector, you were gold. If you had an 8mm projector, you could, put, you could get some pretty, pretty decent porn on 8mm. Yeah, the 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 only reason I watch porn nowadays is to make sure that nothing's changed biologically speaking. Oh yeah. You know, I know there's a lot of updates and a lot of things may have changed. So just to keep myself informed about if everything still works the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, yeah that's my excuse for watching porn too. I need to make sure science, my vagina man. isn't broken. Definitely. It's, but, uh, it's for science. That's it. Biology. Yes, Alice. Yeah, I do it because I like oh. orgasms. But to answer your question regarding um, budgets within porn, so no, it's actually not uh, not the route that uh, most production companies are going towards. Uh, so the thing is, as opposed to uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, where there were there was a lot more money in pornography because most of it was video sales. Most of it wasn't pirated. Uh, the problem is mm -hmm. nowadays most people just go to the clip sites and don't pay for their porn. So we have this entire culture of people who just expect Born to be free um and so what happened is of course nowadays there's not a lot of money to create this type of content so we always tell people uh we're always big advocates of paying for porn uh which i know for a lot of people feels out of the norm but you're i mean think of the uh think of the people who are making this they have the hardest job possible getting you off and they're content creators uh, at the end of the day so just like you guys have a youtube channel uh, or someone's an artist or a photographer they're fucking, but for entertainment. Yeah, well, at my age, when the wind blows, you know, I'm done. So yeah, it doesn't really take that much. But what, what, what so where is the revenue coming from, from these, these um, movies? Where, I mean, let's say a woman does a, a scene, or a man gets a scene, they get paid a couple hundred bucks. Um, how, how are they getting the studio making money off of this then? Uh, nowadays, I mean, oh, so even? Well, there are a handful of different avenues. I mean, it's the the revenue streams are significantly less because people don't have to and don't buy them on DVDs. Uh, but for like it, it's for some places, it's for monthly subscriptions. Uh, for a lot of women who have their own fan sites or are on uh, what was the service that um, that Riley just told us about? Uh, she's uh, opening one. Oh, there's only there's fans only, only fans. There's uh, only fans clips for sale. So there's websites like that where people could support the individual performers. Yeah, and I mean those yeah, are women, uh, ways that people manage to keep the revenue back where it was before uh, before porn really got uh, started to not be paid for. There are partnerships you can also have. <laughs> go ahead, no, please go ahead. We got a little bit of delay here, oh, there, so please forgive me. Sorry, um, there are also memberships you can have uh, to different sites. Of course, all these sites are making you know ad revenue as well. Um, you know, Pornhub is just you know counting on people to pay for stuff. Uh, but that's the thing. I mean, there are ways that you can support performers. Uh, I mean, we're really big advocates of if you have a favorite porn performer, they have a site. They're probably producing clips. They're probably selling stuff. Um, a lot of the production companies nowadays are um, working ge uh, generally in tandem with a company like MindGeek. 
uh, MindGeek, which owns like all the porn sites. Uh, so that way they can have money to create some of the content and get some of that revenue. Um, but yeah, it's just, as you had mentioned, it's, a, it's there, but it's a lot, lot less. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I know I, I have a friend, she's a BDSM expert. And so she's on YouTube and she teaches people about BDSM. Um, she actually lives like 15 minutes from me and, and we had all the time. She's amazing. Uh, she's been on this channel. Uh, people may know her, Brittany Simon. And uh, she what she does is she has sponsorships with like Adam and Eve. And so they'll get her product. She'll use the product and then give a rating kind of thing on it and kind of promote it that way. So the, these porn... Uh, performers that are having their web page, they're having these private clips, or having these private sessions. Um, I think it's a wonderful way, way to make revenue, and I think that people should support um, that way. And also, there's you know, there's like the chatterbaits things and the live webcam things too that I know that they would do as well. This is a, a easy way to to give back to them because I think I, I agree with you. I think it's, it's a job, right? I mean, they're they're doing a job, they're doing it for the, the money, um, and I like the fact that many of them are using Twitter nowadays and they're actually talking to people and cultivating a fan base uh, rather than having this like aloof oh I'm I'm a porn star and I'm too hot for you blah blah no they actually get to know their fans and you we've had some actually similar guests on I was talking to you Alice before we went on air so so do you think that that's something new too that these porn performers are, are kind of getting more into social media and and getting to know their fans and treating them like they you know like any other type of business like normative making it normative yeah they have to diversify themselves I mean the whole thing is now they have to market uh, they have more more uh here's the thing the pie is going to be a lot smaller uh because it's spread out over some so many people but the thing is now there's so many more opportunities to make money for everything from selling your underwear selling photos selling clips um you have twitter so you could have social media accounts by the way there's some hysterical porn stars like missy martinez and kate kennedy i mean even oh, yeah. like i Jesus, they were fucking funny when we had them on the show. Was it, Sil was it Sylvia who uh, we were hanging out oh. with at the Magic Castle? Yeah, she was fucking yeah. hysterical. And she does stand like up. Yeah. So a lot of these also performers, they not only like do stand up, they're also writers. They're, um, they have their hand in so many pots, but they have to because, again, like you can't just rely on DVD sales. So they have to diversify themselves. But I mean, it's cool because now you can find someone who's really up in your niche. So, yeah. And I mean, part of having the internet available is like, you know, I think everyone, like people who are in porn, got on it around the time when everyone else was realizing, oh, Twitter is a way to do this. It's just porn stars back in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s didn't have Twitter. No. And they, they didn't have the quality of uh, video that's out there now. Like I said, uh, back in those that's days, sure. 70s, if you, Oh my goodness, right? I mean, it's like going from 240p to 4K and going, holy crap, that's what an actual, that's what a vagina looks like. Holy crap, I had, I had no idea, you know? We love that well, unbleached asshole is back in now. What's that? You love that assholes are back in? I didn't know they were back we're, out. No, 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 no. We are, we're enjoying that unbleached asshole is back oh, in un, now. Oh, like just yeah. let, yeah. let the asshole what? be the color it wants to be. <laughs> Look, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all cool with like scaping and stuff like that. But if you got to start dyeing stuff down there, there's probably a problem. You know, you don't need to bleach it. No. 
I mean, yeah. we get, uh, I mean, we'll hear people who don't know much about this universe or only click on the things on the front page of Pornhub. They'll say, you know, it's the industry has only people that are that, that are completely shaven down there that look uh, that only have a certain uh, look to their to their genitalia. And it's like, no, you just have to look for you have to take a five second search to find what you're looking for. But like, yeah, there is pubic hair back in all over the place. Uh, in oh, yeah, the porn universe, I, I specifically look for hetero stuff myself. You, you like oh. you, you like a little uh, you like a little turf on the field there. Oh yeah, we had no. So I actually had a question, the... uh, kind of back to the video thing. I know that uh, some of the things that you know some places have been doing to combat it is a little bit of exclusivity when it comes to the sites themselves. Like uh, I think it was a Fortnite parody recently that was released exclusively on Pornhub. Uh, you could watch like a decent free version, but if you paid, you could get a little bit extra. And I'm assuming that was pretty good support for the actors and stuff like that. But uh, I guess the question I'm leading into is, do you think there's a, I guess, uh, a more possible, like probable future that streaming sites like Hulu, Netflix, that kind of stuff might add like an adult only section and that could help with some of the revenue? Um. I would, Event? I, you know what, I'm going to, like, I figure we both have opinions on this. Uh, it's, I, if I had to guess at least right now because of SESTA-FOSTA, I think they wouldn't touch it with a 39 and a half foot pole. Uh, and I'm not sure, uh, like a lot of things would have to change in terms of like their, you know, their, their legal, um, uh, I guess, responsibilities if they're hosting porn as opposed to stuff that's hashtag basically porn uh but that's uh you know it's it's i think part of the uh thing that might block this right now is you know is, is just the possible uh, possible legal ramifications because of sesta fosta alice and how about you yeah. Alice? yeah so um i agree with um I agree with Yvette that there definitely are implications because of SESTA-FOSTA. Um, now, that said, uh, I know that there kind of is a Netflix of porn at the moment. Uh, uh, actress and producer Brie Mills came out with Adult Time, uh, which kind of is that. Uh, but that's the question. Are people going to pay for porn? How is that money going to get back in? I don't know, um, considering... Um, just how all of these conglomerates own each other um of how many porn sites i don't, I don't know can be affected just, if they're going to uh, want to compete um i i would love if there was more competition because unfortunately the biggest issue right now is that in my opinion uh there's a huge monopoly within porn uh because of mindgeek and because of mindgeek being this massive monopoly um, it's kind of influencing how a lot of trends are going. I mean, if it wasn't for MindGeek, we wouldn't have the clip sites. If it wasn't for MindGeek, um, the new UK laws as far as censorship were basically built around a lot of their standards mm. of, well, hey, we sat down with these people and they seem to own well, all the biggest porn sites that like 90% of people go to. So wow. let's work with them. So, so MindGeek is basically um, the, the Luxottica of the porn universe. You think you're yeah. going to different stores for your glasses? They're all one big place. Same thing with they're, they're they're like a Canadian held um, private business that has uh, they actually own the, all the domains. Um, basically, top hundred domains, everything that you yeah. name, uh, they own. So, uh, <laughs> and we're not saying they're, they're an evil corporation. It's just you know, no, there's no competition. 
Yeah, well, here's okay. Look at like for example, Amazon. I mean, they already sell adult, adult products, right? You could buy pretty much. You, you could get a five thousand or blow up doll, I guess, from Amazon if you really want to. So, I, I and they also do streaming with their like their Prime service. You actually have streaming services and you get movies from. I don't see why it would be a big change in the way they do business if they offered more of adult things um, as far as streaming or exclusivity of, of, of the actresses or things of that nature. You, you think there'd be an issue with that, Alice? uh considering that amazon doesn't know how to filter its content already i mean actually during this show okay, i'm not even enough. kidding when i say this um so i've okay so in the past i've been banned from amazon and actually as we were recording i just got another email saying that my crayons have yet again been banned from amazon so i keep being banned <laughs> off there and they can't control oh, crayons man. That, so are you serious I, I it's really banned for think... what offensive speech um, yeah, actually, wow. I'm not even kidding you. The first legal letter I got from them was because I offended and I can't make this up because it's so beautiful. Um, I was offending children and Caucasians. <laughs> children. Wow. <laughs> the first children. Hold on. Let's get out the yeah, first I, pack. The white well, you crayon, know, I gotta tell you, privilege. Privilege. I like that actually. Yeah. So, Look, so in, I, I, get, I can see a bunch of two year olds writing. You know, fuck that bitch and her fucking white privilege crayon. Yeah, I, I can see that happening right now. Let's see. Okay. Uh, your parents' I... divorce was your fault, Peach? That, that was oh, probably geez. true, though. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't know why that was offensive. That went probably 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I, have I may a, or yeah. may not have said that the crayons were made in a sweatshop by, like, the fingers of a six-year-old. It's not It's Yeah, not maybe untrue. a quarter an hour. Well, see, you could have been generous. You could have said they that, remain out of yeah. the fingers of the six-year-old. They got you know, medical. They get bandaged. The wax is uh, so much better. They're just so. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why people get fans of this shit. I don't. I don't get it. See, I'm, I'm actually outraged by this. Can you tell? Like, yeah, there's outrage. It's like that's what outrage looks like. Uh, but I here's don't the sad thing: is there so are some colors that I won't say on the air because I'm like, I don't want someone to take that out of uh, context and get me canceled. <laughs> How sad yeah, they, that. They'll do that too. No, they'll do that. They'll, they'll all they hear is like one specific thing. In fact, Kyle likes to tell a story where he was rapping along to some song, and of course that the, the that special word was coming into it. And he's thinking, "Can I get away with it? Can I get away with it?" No, I can't do it. <laughs> like, decided like this one's great. probably a wise like, decision. You know, like breast cancer awareness is a scam. Pink. Oh geez. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't say Susan Susan G. Corman Foundation. It's that's one of the like rules, the right? Is no corporations. No, what was about corporations? Isn't one of the rules with uh, naming these uh, that they can't? You can't name like put any specific names for corporations on them, or exactly. So that that's makes sense. One oh, so you can't say like yeah, Pepsi sucks or something rules. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, so people kept yeah, giving I... me names, and I said, "Yeah, I don't want to get sued." Yeah, I, yeah. I feel I feel yeah. bad about the one that I know I named in this pack, so I'm not even gonna say which one it is. <laughs> there's there's one and it's uh whoo, it's a doozy. Is is there one called what color is your ass hair? Because people are actually in the live chat, they want to start a business. I'm not literally they're talking about this live chat right now. Um if they're they're saying like if you're not sure what color your asshole hair is, they're gonna start a business where you can actually show it to them and they'll they'll tell you what it is if you can't look for yourself, you know. You don't want to look for yourself. So hey, whatever. I, I, that's entrepreneurship right there. You can make fortune with that. Send us your asshole. We'll tell you what your color hair is. So, I, I still have a. That's, I, I still have a very. Uh, 
yeah. uh, fond connection to miscarriage maroon. That one, it got me through a hard time <laughs> in my life. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, 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 I don't shit about. Can, can you give it's, us a ballpark I, of how many of these actually sell? <laughs> Uh, I, I do sell, sell a fair amount of them. I'm actually, okay. uh, I'm, I'm really excited about a potential partnership that I can't announce yet. Um, but if it happens, then you'll be seeing a lot more of the crayons, ideally, hopefully. But uh, we do sell them also in, uh, you know, globally, uh, as well as we're in some stores, even like Menkind, which is a Spencer's of UK. Uh, they're all on board with uh, selling our crayons. Uh, as well as a number of different websites online. So, but you know, we have everything at offensivecrayons.com. But my favorite is when people send in color names. Now, I've actually created a little bit of a guidebook. There's seven rules I found to creating a really good name. Hmm. Yeah. Can you give so us one first, a hint? Oh, yeah, I'll give right. you all seven. So, um, awesome. do just it. really quickly. Yeah. Let's so, hear. number one, does it does it offend anyone or make a point? Uh, that has to be a yes. Has to be a why bother exactly so i'll have a lot of people who say something like placenta pink i'm like all right okay so where are we going with this what um, what is offensive about a pl placenta pill placenta pink, pink on the other hand oh there you go oh yeah. you know that's gonna be a crayon and you're welcome Ed ed edible placenta and a salad or something green i don't know Oh, oh geez. See, uh, placenta and avocado toast is the new. Hey, go, uh, hey, that's all the rage among, among millennials. Yeah, yeah, it's it's how it's how the kids are making babies these days. Is you know they're eating the afterbirth just like yeah, gerbils. Bacon lettuce. I, 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 I was told this and before. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll save it. Finish finish the other six. I'm curious about. Them. I'm going to ask you guys something that I heard is a true story. I still have my doubts about it, but since you two are the porn experts, you probably would be the, the, the people to go to ask for this, but what are the other six, Alice? Uh, is it, uh, is it, is it, uh, is there a joke or at least an alliteration to make it sound fun? Uh, is it topical? Because the fact is that if it's topical, then no one's going to care, uh, two years or even two months from now. Uh, I once had a color called uh, United Red Eye when United was being the shit out of their customers. Uh, <laughs> oh. No one remembers that. So if you want, so um, like, so you'd have to say like sphincter silver for like alliteration, right? Yeah. So I mean, it sounds good, but again, offend someone, make a it point. doesn't offend anybody. Yeah. Like someone will exactly. be offended by the fact that the word sphincter exists. How dare you name a delightful body part? Uh, but that's exactly. not like it's not quite. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, will I get sued for using this person organization's name? Uh, if it's super political, uh, it's likely topical, so it probably won't work. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, the last two are basically, does a joke about X group already exist in a set? Which a lot of times people will send me jokes I've already made. Uh, but my favorite rule is, will the dumbest person I know get the joke? Uh, that, that has to be rule number one, actually, I think. Yeah. That's what, I, I, I would say that's a good rule for a lot of, yeah. 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 Um, so, for example, uh, the, the alternative names for the black crayon. Uh, so the black crayon, I settled on Lives Matter. And uh, so oh, the two alternatives, yeah, um, it felt relevant, especially if we're going to pair it with privilege. I like the privilege one for, for your white crayon. That, that one actually works really well. Yeah. Um, 
the two yeah. alternatives for black was just calling it black. Which feels so, like it would have been a little too like there. I feel like there might have been more phone calls than for the lives matter. Yeah, very meta. Yeah, like uh, on the like, look, look, like yeah. I said, it doesn't matter what you say. You people get offended. For example, like you know, Kyle can say he likes he likes gay men. Nobody cares a crap, right? I say I like black women, and the whole live chat goes fucking nuts, right? I I, I swear <laughs> to God, they talk about this for like five hours. Look at Steve. I'm like, so what? I, why? Well, how is that offensive that I happen to say that I happen to like black women? How? What possible motive would somebody have to think that is an offensive comment? I, I don't get it. How dare you really hate gorgeous? Well, some people take what? it as a fetishization, what? and I think that no, I think fetish. that unless, no, yeah, I mean, I think well, I think some people, if they hear have a preference for, they automatically see that as fetishizing uh, the person, gender, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, no, I think someone could just be like this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a personality within this subset of people that I'm more attracted to. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's fetishization at all, actually. I mean, there no. are, I mean, in fact, I don't even know what certain fetishes are. I When I talk to Brittany and she tells me what she encounters in her little circles, I'm like, I'm the most vanilla motherfucker on the planet, right? I mean, I didn't I know how this shit exists. Right? I mean, Ian, do, 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 you, you, you obviously checked out certain of these things. Have you ever gone to a site and said, holy shit, that cannot be freaking real? People cannot actually be doing that. And yet it's a, it's a fetish and a niche. Yeah? I, well, and I feel the, like the craziest goes... part. Oh, I, I was Wait, just going to say the craziest part is not only seeing it on a website, but then like finding out, you know, that maybe even someone you knew in real life is like really into these things. Not in like a judgmental way, but just like, holy crap, that's real? <laughs> Yes. Look, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I I haven't gotten over pterodactyl porn. That's still stuck in my. In oh, I learned about that got, ages ago. Yeah, it's it's still one of the weirder. Like the thing with the pterodactyl porn is that they would occasionally flap. They'd flap their little their little pterodactyl costume wings, and I I haven't. <laughs> Goddamn, the Germans make some interesting stuff. You're forgetting the hand puppet. Hand puppet <laughs> I was trying to forget, but yeah, that was a. Uh, now you're going to give her nightmares. Some things in, in night dreams were whew, the cream of wheat box. Oh, so let me ask so, you this. Uh, I'm going I'm to talk. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say if you ever want to watch something interesting and or. Um, yeah, no, we're going to just go with interesting. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's a woman who's uh, cleaning dishes. And uh, she gets, uh, she decides to have a little fun by blowing, um, blowing a life-size box of que uh, cream of wheat to the tune of Old Man River that's being played on a saxophone uh, by a piece of toast in the background. Okay. They did some weird shit in the 70s it? and we're here for it. Was it, oh wait, was it the was, 70s or something like done last I, week? 70s it was and this was night dreams it was one of it was one of the earlier ones that we reviewed so who knows how bad we sounded uh but mm. man that was a uh, that one made me go yeah we need to not do the experimental shit for for a while i need to see some more assholes stuffed with with two fists at a time before i'm ready to go back to some somebody being fucked with a jack-in-the-box all the okay, other so i'm gonna ask though. you something Go ahead, go ahead, and then I, then I want to get into these movies real quick. I'm looking at some of these names. Oh, I, I was just going to say, like, you got to have a lot of respect for someone that's nailed it down to that exact detail. That you, She knows what she wants, man. 
Hey, I, I literally just found out that there's actually courses that you can take for it. Brittany told me there's actually courses you can take in fisting. I'm like, wait, you have to first of all go learn this. I and then which is I, I mean, this is like a course you can take, really? Um, I guess so. Uh, so here's let me ask this, answer this question uh, or ask you this question that I, I really don't get. Now, do you tell me if this is true? You guys are uh, uh, women, so you get this right up your purview. Hopefully, you can tell me if this is true or not. Um, I have been told that the and again anecdotal evidence that a large majority of men, for whatever reason, actually have no idea if their life depended on it and how to find a clitoris. Is, is that true? If you actually- Majority of men yet, I'm working on it. Uh, but I think people have a much easier time finding the, the clitoris than they think they do because even like there are women who have uh, vaginal orgasms as opposed to clitoral orgasms. And when they have, in general, when they're having a vaginal orgasm, it's from uh, the clitoris being hit from all the pressure uh, just from banging. Uh, so that's like everyone in some way, when you're just rubbing around on, down there, one of the terms before this would be tribbing. It's the thing that thing that right. all the lesbians do to rub all their stuff together. Anyways, uh, yeah, there's a uh, language here. You, sign language. It's like yeah, it's like basically <laughs> if you're rubbing about two inches above the like above the butthole, eventually you're gonna find a spot that makes her scream in a happy way. Stick to that spot. It's but look up an anatomy chart. I mean, Alice, what about you? Do you think that I mean, have you have you seen have you had guys that didn't know what the fuck it was? So let me put it this way. Uh, so I'm going to be the controversial one here and say that I feel like, oh man, I'm going to get so much hate mail for this. Uh, I feel like a lot of people- We're going to give you her, we're gonna give you her email here in a second, people. So write to Great. her about email this. Us, info at twogirlsonemike.com. We will take um, all your hate mail. It's okay. We'll take your questions, your hate mail, not your dick pics though. If you send us your dick pics, we will talk about your dick pics on the air and we will send them to your mother. You may yeah, like that so, though. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, but uh, here's what I say, look, look I, I just, I feel like there are a lot of people who don't know anatomy. Um, I had a girl I was hanging out with this weekend, and I uh, don't know how we got into this topic, but I had to convince her that she, uh, ooh, this, she did not pee out of her, her clitoris. So, <laughs> yeah, I have, you know what? You're right. I have this argument no, with people too. No, I'm you're not getting away with that. Credit. No, that's Yeah, true. yeah, you're right. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I try to, I, I, oh, I miss overestimated to yeah. paraphrase George Bush. Was she a flat earther too? It's, it's I, oh, geez. Mm. no, she was fairly oh, smart for the most part. Even no, a lawyer, but, I've uh, met, yeah, I met plenty of a people lawyer. who have that same thought. No, Steve, though, this shit is real. Like, uh, best friend, right? Best friend for 20 years. The year I decided to go over to Thanksgiving with him, we actually got to be part of the process where his grandparents found out that the reason that it's hurt so much all these years is because he was actually trying to fuck her clit and not her pussy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let oh, my see. God. Uh, there's so many problems with that what you just said um, now, see I understand maybe that a guy may not or even a woman may not know where a G spot is right because you know if, if, if there is a myth I think there actually is because if you try hard enough you can find a spot that actually works but I can understand people saying hey look you know I can't find the G spot whatever but when they say they can't find a clitoris which is you know it's a little bit hidden it's in there somewhere you may have to work for it but that's half the fun um, Unless they have like the mushroom. It's not kind. that. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's not that hidden though. Like that's no, not a not, spot not, that's not like really. like the, no. I I concur. The G spot you can't like look at it and see and physically see it. You can physically see the clitoris. You just need to know what it looks like. Yeah, it's not that hard to find. You give them a couple glasses of wine. You know. You know what it really that's might what, be. Steve. Find it. 
Yeah, you know I mean, what it I really always might come be. into the bedroom with charts. Yeah, d- diagrams Liners. help. What I <laughs> that's true. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, like there's a decent amount of guys out there that no joke that just think, you know, like the fact that you're with them is like all the pleasure you need. I mean, take it from a fat guy with like an average sized dick. You know, I had to work. Like I had to, I had to figure out my oral game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, to, I had to work on my oral game. You know, I had to, I had to figure out where that. that thing it, as I like you already. Up, that's true. I, that's true. I grew up a fat chick, and I'm just saying, I still suck dick like one. <laughs> I'm telling, I'm telling you, man. If you, can re- if you, if you, like, look at that. If you look at me, like, I have to rely on oral skills. Clearly, you know. I mean. This is the way it is. But you know what? If you got that down as mastery, you're okay one way or another. I'm that's pro. You know. Our favorite porn perfor- performer, or uh, at least for me and a vet, uh, is Tommy Pistol. Yeah. He has a he has a gut and he has an average size dick. So and he's got and awesome. he'll, and he'll openly joke he, about he, it. It's he he, he can make he can make you uh, Kind of, kind of quiver because it's funny you mention it. You know, a lot of people don't even realize there's multiple types of orgasms, right? They don't realize there's, there's anal, there's clitoral, there's vaginal. There's you know, you, and, and each one of them you can oh, actually, rec- actually recognize, right? I mean, you know, when they get All the sex flush, when you get the quivering, yeah, you know, no, I, no, I, I look at I'm a scientific person, so I study these things, right? This is why people that are sapiosexuals love people that are intelligent because we actually go around and read a little bit of biology, and we know how this shit actually works. So it's not just like. Um, you know, play, playing it by ear, there's a there's a skill level to these things, right? I definitely agree. You've had, you're a science I've woman. Had... But, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, we have a little I... lag here. I don't know why it is. So we're, we're going to play. <laughs> yeah, I apologize here. for any over-talking. <laughs> yeah, me too. No, I, worry, like I said, there I... is a little lag. No, no, no. When given the opportunity, I will accidentally overtalk anyone. So interrupt me. Uh, but no, so I think that uh, that if you're somebody who wants to uh, wants to enjoy the sex you're having, and you're concerned that the person you're with uh, is enjoying the sex they're having, talk number one, fucking talk to them. Ask them, is there a thing that uh, I'm not doing That's that right. I could that I can easily do for you that could make our sexual experience better? Do you have fetishes? Do you have things that are off limits? Men and women should ask their partners this. Uh, and I mean, you're, if you're if you're taking your pants off, you should care about that being fun for everyone involved. So please just fucking talk to your partner about the, the what the pants off situation and you'll you'll do you'll have a good time. Right. You know, I mean, don't be afraid to say a little bit lower and to the left, you know. Just a simple what yeah. do you want me to do? Exactly. Yeah, and mean, honestly, yeah. Go ahead, Alice. Go ahead. Oh, a lot of, and that's the thing. If you want to fuck like a porn star, guess what? They will all say, if you want to have great sex, why don't you just ask your partner what they, what you want, uh, what they want to do to you, uh, as well as uh, you tell them what you want them to do to you. It's just, it yeah. works that way. Uh, and the problem, the problem is, is that if we don't have communication, then no one's going to have a good time in the bedroom. And I never understand this thing where people make the assumption of, hey, we took our clothes off. We're gonna have great sex now without talking about this at all. Really? Yeah. I, I, the only problem I, I first see is that I, every sexual partner I've ever had is when I ask, you know, what what do they want, they always tell me the same thing: stop begging, Steve. So I mean, it's kind of this ubiquitous <laughs> thing. Uh, but, I, but I'm Jewish, right? That's our that's what we call foreplay: two hours of begging. Uh, you know, it's just it's just the way it is. But I thought I, that know, was the joke I, about I, Jewish I, women specifically. That that they call it two hours. No, they're they're, they're the no, play with the Jewish girl is two hours of begging. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's actually more along the lines of real life. Actually, have you have you ever slept with a Jew woman? It's. I'm not sure. I've slept with a lot of women. I don't know if I have if I have snuck a, a fellow uh, a fellow Jew in there yet. But I'm working on well, it. You don't, don't you like know if you Greek, are you one of my fellow <laughs> tribes members and you would like to to hop on this, email us and vote. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll get your hookup. What do, they, what do they call the Jewish um, oh, matchmaker? Uh, uh, um, Shen Yentl. Uh, no, not yeah. Well, Yentl was the movie, but what do they call the actual yeah. matchmaker of the Jewish matchmaker? Come on, Yvette, Jesus. you're killing here. You put. You, I don't remember. I, I it's look. I'm the name for now. It. Look, I'm not. A, I'm an atheist now, and my entire religion is guilt. So yeah. Well, that's that's what Judaism is, isn't it? My mom's whole yeah, life has been one guilt, guilt and latkes. Yeah. Um, no, Yenta uh is seems to be it i could be wrong but i mean there's no it's there are i i think it's just yeah i you know if 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 you know the jewish word for matchmaker or a jew jewish matchmaker in particular please email us info at twogirls1mike.com we need to know because <laughs> i did not i was not raised in the jewish tradition we're really too we lazy know, to go but... google it that's a lot i <laughs> know i just googled yeah, it and the first thing that came up was yenta no, it's nope, with an S, if I remember correctly. It's Shachan. There is Shachan. Thank you. Yes, that's what. Thank you. I do it start with an S. I'm just going to pronounce it. Ah. Yes. Thank you, David. David's a better Jew than both of us. <sighs> I'm a I'm a failure of the tribe. I should go back to wandering through the desert. Goyim. All right. So let's talk about some of your movies real quick here that you you reviewed. This is wow. Um, first of all. These are real movies, I assume, correct? I mean, because I, I, I've never heard of these things, man. I'm old school, right? I mean, to me, the last porn star that I remember was Ginger Lynn. So, um, keeping so up with the clarify, card. The, actually, so to clarify, a lot of the titles, uh, we just kind of have fun and do puns with. So, for example, uh, you just mentioned keeping up with the Cardassians. Uh, yeah. It was actually not called that. It was called Keeping okay. Up with Kiara Marie, uh, but it just didn't make as good of a title. Yeah, no, you know, I like yours is better. Got to add some stuff. Now, yeah, have a little flair in there. Add some of your own, uh, take some creative license. Now, um, this movie I actually did see. So I am familiar with this. This is the actual name of the movie. Um, Debbie Does Dallas, all-time classic of the 70s with uh, Bambi Woods, I believe her name was. And we right? were so uh, disappointed with it. Really? Tell me about this. Yeah. Okay, I want you two to review this movie. Now, this is a movie that I have seen. So I, I kind of remember the plots a little bit. It had something to do with men and women doing certain things. Um, well, first, we have to talk about that pile driver in the shower. <laughs> like, um, before we get into plots, like we need, you need to talk out and have logistics planned for a fucking pile driver, my friend. And you do not do it on a slippery surface before you've warmed. Do not try to stick your Safety. penis in someone's butthole when someone is in a triangular <laughs> position where they could snap their fucking neck. And especially not at the beginning of sex. What are you doing? Warm up. Do do silly yeah, I, things and then get to pile driver. When you're like, look, nothing you know is working to get me off. We need we need to go to pile drive me. That's when you get there. I but it was the beginning of a scene. Yeah, at least get some this is, why you, this is why you need professionals. Wow. There, there were safety things going on there, right? They could was, have slipped. They could have shower. fallen. They could have, they could have broken their dick or something. Where was like, OSHA? That happened. My yeah, I mean, do they have regulations? I mean, and like you said, where's the warm up, man? I, I don't know how often you that people have you know this goes straight for the butt, but I don't think that's really kind of usual, is it? 
No, there's, I'm no. just saying like most people we know in porn who have told us they're, uh, they're plotting for it. It's like a day of not eating and a zillion enemas and sometimes a laxative the day before, like to make sure it's all like, you don't just go for the butt. You, you plan and you stretch and you work, you work that ass. It's what, that's why this is a job. Yeah. That's, um, that's some wise, then, wise words there. Yes, Alice. Oh, and then there were some, um, plot issues uh they had some weird plot devices at one point yeah. they had uh they had a uh what was it a rotary phone in the middle of a tennis court it was <laughs> next to like it was at the center line like next yeah next uh, to the net next to the net like why well, maybe that's how uh, it was in the 70s you know you're playing a game right you're you're, you're love love and all of a sudden you got a phone call on take the it, right? fucking rotary yeah. <laughs> oh, and then you have um, what's it called? You have a girl who just got a job working uh, at uh, for the Hardwicks uh, at their candle store, and decides, hey, Hardwick. I'm gonna just diddle myself with their candles while on the job. Uh, do you know first off how unsanitary that is? Number one. Number two. I yeah, don't, that, think don't that put a candle in there. Don't. Yeah. No. 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 Don't do it. That's not what waxing means, people. Wax on, wax on. Well, well played, sir. Well played. Um, you have another one that I actually saw uh, behind the green door. Or do you want to continue? Have you want, is there more review of the uh, Debbie Does Dallas? I mean, there were also consent issues. Yeah, like, all right, now that's in true. porn, uh, that's because these girls were portrayed. I don't know how old they were, but they were portrayed as being 16. And in porn now, uh, you have to say if they like if it's barely legal porn, never. I mean, never mind that you have to say on, you know, they have to have that little warning box saying all performers uh, who participated in this were above the age of 18. Right. Uh, but I believe you have to actually state within the porn, within the script uh that it's that you know it's a good thing i'm 18 now like and they were right. they were not that in this and it's like well, I mean, and I mean, they, they were performers in their 20s or something right i mean they were training themselves to be senior high school or senior or, or junior college or something yeah but the point it's, is it's that there were a number of plot devices so for example at one point a girl is getting a job at a record store and the guy's asking so why did oh you quit God. your last job Oh, well, because the manager sexually harassed me, and then he proceeds to immediately sexually harass her. It's, and what? here was the worst part. Like, when he, like she was kind of like, she was like, yeah, the manager got fresh. And then, you know, he kind of looks at her, like, disappointed, like, well, I guess I can't deal with this one because she's difficult. And she says, you know, maybe I was a little overly sensitive. And it's like, ah, not, and like, He's like oh, just, okay. Like we've seen yeah. a lot of fucked up shit. We we understand that porn is transgressive, pushy. So it's like, or can be, and you know, depending on the porn, depending on what people are into. But like, this was fucking rapey with people who were below the age of eighteen. And I I don't rapey. use that. I don't use that lightly. About I'm not trying. Like, look, if you want to watch this to compare it to how porn is scripted today, it's very, uh, it's bad. Look, we're yeah, just no, saying is, we is, watch is. a lot of porn. And by a lot of porn, we used, I mean no. We, right. more we, 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 we actually watch the full hour, not the three minutes. Thank you. Let's see here. Okay, so I have seen Behind the Green Tour years ago. That was with um oh wait, wait. Was that Marilyn Chambers? Um yeah, I so. actually, I, yeah, I think it was. Hold on, wait, let me just double yeah, check because I don't want to be wrong. Because she was Ivory Soap Girl. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. 
Yeah. So she was, yeah. So that was, that was definitely behind the green door. Yeah. We reviewed that with uh, our friend Emery Emery who uh, actually edited the aristocrats. She's still, uh, she's still in Florida, I think. If I'm not mistaken, um, Marilyn Chambers, isn't she? I think she died. Did she? A couple of years ago. And who's which one? Which one of the one that's still in porn? Um, Nina Hartley, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And we had, we had her on. Um, she was oh, kind enough to yeah. deal with. We had 40 minutes of audio issues before we managed to start recording, and she was kind enough not to just hang up on us. So thank you again. Oh, that's Nina. Awesome. Oh, we should reach out yeah, to her. She she's really really nice. Yeah, she's a she's a sex therapist, I think now, isn't she? She's. She's still performing. She does. She does uh, talks on the industry. It's like she is a she. She is a what we call a, a hyphenate. Uh, hyphenate. Yeah. Does it? You know, not no one label. Yeah, she she's multi multi skilled, I guess. Let's see here. Okay. So, right. Okay. So before I I, I the, the, go to the like the number one here, uh, Ian, what movie? You have you watched that? Well, one of the older movies that you want them to review or have reviewed, maybe to talk about. Ion, oh man. Um, I mean, honestly, when it comes to the stuff I find really interesting, and then also kind of interesting how Yvette was pointing out, like with Debbie Does Dallas, there's a lot of stuff that was like acceptable in that time that really, when we've looked back on it, is uh, I really actually like those animated porn movies. Like, you know, the, the one, uh, Felix the Cat, I think it was called, uh, and then uh, other similar ones to that. I, I get, I, I love watching those ones because it's, it's a nice blend of comedy and, you know, it has some of the more sexual stuff going on too. So tell us when in your life your cat fetish start. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I play Final Fantasy, okay? It's been going on for a while. My, I, my, I, my, my, my point, I was, the point of just joking about it is like, you know, just because you like this kind of porn does not mean like it's, I I think people get freaked out when someone's like, you masturbate to a cartoon. Like that's, it's not, it's one of the types of, like everything in porn is kind of a little transgressive or can be. Uh, so talking about, you know, watching uh, cartoon porn is still something that people stumble on a bit. Well, you know, I'll be honest, I, you know, I, I'm sure Steve can say the same. I've been watching porn for a long time. Sometimes you just want to find something a little bit wonky and see what happens with it, man. Well, yeah, like I exactly. said, back in the day, it's watching what it is now. What's that? It's always the porn that makes you embarrassed by how hard you come to it. That's that's uh, weird. I, I can agree with that. It? Well, I mean, so so wait a minute. So should we be so if we like certain types of things and men will ejaculate harder that because of that, we should be concerned about that. No, it's the, no, it's no. the ones that you feel like. Okay. I'm just saying. Every so often, you're like, "Well, I'll check this out because it's here, and I'm curious." And you're like, and after you come, you're like, "I came oddly hard to that, and I don't know how I feel about it." When it's like in one of the weirder categories. Yeah. When you put a hole in the ceiling, you know you probably like what you're watching, right? You know. Yeah, you know just, what really you know, annoys me? Oh, sorry. You just don't expect it with tentacles, you know, those types of things. They they throw I, you. When you learn I, something I, new about yourself and how hard I, you yeah. come. Well, the whole thing uh, with the tentacle porn was, I guess, I guess they couldn't show penises or something in the Japanese anime or something. So the way they got around the censors was that they did it by tentacles. Something along those lines, right? I'm not an anime person, right? But I, um, a friend of mine told me that um, that she has two two uh, two friends that are males and i'm not gonna tell who the name is but uh two friends are male and they basically they have ejaculation contents contest of who can shoot further and both 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 are heterosexual 
but it's just a, a, a competition they have with them. And I'm just thinking, hey, you know what? To each his own, right? Um, uh, but they actually practice for this stuff, right? They drink a lot of fluids, right? I mean, they build it up, they wait, and they just go for broke. And they, you know, like we're like like shooting it over I have like questions over people's heads and shit. I need to. Are, are there no things shit. they do I that, did that, that influence this better? Like, I need to. I need to know. Like, are what what goes into a truly magnificent calm shot? I this is this vexes the well, you, mind. You have, we, Okay, well, well, you guys are the experts here. So, but I would figure there's like two major things you have to gauge it by at least: um, distance. What influences and the viscosity? Uh, viscosity is a good thing. I I actually did this as a teenager with my best friend, and I will say that my secret was orange juice. You never want to go for like water because then there's just nothing there, right? So yeah, like the like the viscosity, you want huh. a little bit of, in there. So yeah, I, okay. I my secret with orange juice. That's how I always won. Uh, well, then you can add a fourth parameter, taste. But who judges that? I don't know. Did anyone? Did I, was anyone who, the, who, the designated? Who goes, go oh, I was well, just going to say, uh, who goes to afterwards, like looking at this cum that shot out, okay, this one was the furthest, this had the best viscosity. Oh, and then takes like a cracker, dips it, this has the best. Well, clearly, the, clearly whoever's yeah. judging, right? You have to find a competent judge. Need, well, see, to, need to make just, sure. We just went by distance, so. Oh yeah, we're, yeah. Well, that's like, like that's like the vanilla level, right? We're we're talking the professional level. I am. We're, we're talking. This is not an no amateur just, league. If you're going to go have a competition here, man, you need to look at all the different parameters, and you need to have a competent, qualified judge, like you said, have a cracker in it or this. something. You know. I I, I mean, love that this is fair. a thing that guys do. Like not all. I didn't I, just, I love. I, I love that. I this didn't is know a, it was a thing. I love that this, this is a thing that. I love that some men are comfortable enough with their bodies to fucking do something goofy like this with their friends. We'll see. I the mean, best I, part I, was, I, I wish I could. I don't I, think Alice, we can work on those squirters. We can do it. I mean, little I like, practice I like, like, and enough stretchers, we can, we can get it done. No, I'm the kind of guy that likes like lesbian porn, right? So I, I, the hell would I, I mean, I'm just, I'm not really going to come. That's not my idea of competition, man. Plus, they would lose anyway. So it's kind of unfair competition. <laughs> Hey, for my age, they do okay, man. And kegels, man. Trust me, kegels. Well, see, they, it they do work for men. Really, it ended up being really funny in my situation because you know, I, I can, I, I'm straight. I'm comfortably straight. My, my friend, he was the one that was always like really, you know, like sensitive and always like, holy, holy crap, I don't want to be gay, that kind of thing. So you know, it was really fun to kind of like just just push buttons a little bit with him be like all right your turn to go you know check it out you know marissa can stand off to the side and just to see his reactions and all that kind of crap <laughs> yeah no i don't oh judge it man hey knock yourself out if people want to go you know compete on that just don't ask me to lend a hand you know so i, I okay so i'm gonna I, I gotta i gotta ask you about the number one movie here gotta ask you about this Okay. Is it? Are we still at Fap to the Future for our number one, or was there one? Has there been a contender that's knocked it off his throne since then? I'm having, well, I'm having this, a quick well, little one moment. Well, I'm going by I'm going by your 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 numbers of how you did them. So the very first movie that you, I guess this was the first one you ever did. Your uh, first podcast. Yeah, Deep you know what it was? Yeah, yes, Deep Throat was our, our um, Okay. Now, this particular movie, uh, this was with Linda um, Lovelace, who is no longer with us. Yeah, and, and she wrote, yeah. I mean, she later after this movie, she and some other ones, she just totally turned on the, the, the fashion. But this movie was, was creepy as fuck in so many different ways. Now, yeah. I, you guys give your review yeah. on it. 
And then I would kind of get this is one movie I do remember because I remember very vividly when it was on VHS and uh, got to watch a few parts a few times ago. Holy shit, what the hell is going on here? Because um, I, I I was just blown away that this was actually in a fucking movie. So you tell me your review on it and what you thought was really strange about it. And it's funny was we were just uh, talking about men not finding the clitoris, and this whole movie was predicated on the clitoris being somewhere where it's not supposed to be. Yeah, the oh, movie so started. Yeah, I mean the the fact that the movie started with uh you know her walking with um uh, her walking in on some I, was it a whorehouse that they were working in or sorry a brothel uh to brothel. either way she walks in at a woman on the kitchen table who is smoking while getting her pussy eaten with like it was like the worst oral sex I've ever seen and the worst porn <laughs> acting to it that I've ever like dude at least fake that this is good like maybe she was sending a <sighs> signal to us in the outside world this is bad oral sex don't this, look at how hard I have to act to make this look okay uh, don't, like uh, god damn do bite it god but I'm, uh, sorry, I'm I'm just saying the cigarette like well I'm like isn't this a health it? hazard this is why we need OSHA for porn I mean it starts with that and then we progress to everything from weird clown circus music being played in the backgrounds mm -hmm. uh we have the coke being drank sip uh sip through a straw oh. out of a vagina yeah that just, happened. Uh, why oh, did anyone God, think that, that, that was a good idea like i just think that's gonna give someone bacterial vaginosis or or something oh, do you remember geez. the music playing i like to buy the world a coke or something or i don't know it's just like this was <laughs> yeah up. yeah yeah I think in our porn I, review, Yvette said it best. Uh, also, the best acting Linda ever did was with a dick in her mouth. I mean, just. Well, that's true. She would look, she looked like she was genuinely happy and getting some pleasure out of choking on a cock. That takes that takes some genuine acting. So perhaps that's the only medium in which uh, in which her acting skills were a perfect fit. Yeah, no, I thought I thought that was actually well done. It was the whole drinking the coke out of the thing that I was like, no, this should not happen. This is I'm not, this is not sanitary. This is not hygienic. This is not sexy. Please don't ever do this. <laughs> they do know there's something with the word acid in the title in that, right? <laughs> I, throw your Wait, pH what? off, you get yeast infection. Yeah, it, well, it, there's carbonic mm -hmm. acid in there. I, I don't think that's very good, hygienically speaking, would it be? Well, carbonic Excuse acid you, is but... basically... Basically, any soda has carbonic acid because of what happens when the CO two and the H two O like right. it just always turns into. But the phosphoric acid is probably what you're oh, uh, what you might too. be thinking of because oh, that's man. the buffer system in there that keeps yeah oh. keeps the pH where you know where you want to be between that and the citric acid. Like those the types of acids that aren't strong acids are always really uh, like they're they are not what we think of as the this is going to burn a hole through me acids. They yeah, kind of all work together as a bit of a buffer. Indeed, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't want anything that's a protonator to change the pH of certain things. So, Ugh, I mean, but uh, here's see, the thing with uh, yeah. Even, but here's the thing: that's not the like. It's the worst part of that would for one's vagina would probably be the sugar. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, chlamydia and yeah, or and yeast infections and yeah. Citric acid is fantastic for taking away. Um, driveway oil stains and uh rust removers so i i don't know i mean if you have that up there so just yeah i mean if you run out of lube and you're like dude i've got motor oil maybe it'll you can <laughs> oh, you can geez. throw some coke in there <laughs> and much like a muffler it'll make your it'll make your vagina shiny and new again please don't do that that's that was don't laugh do that, but I actually, I actually had that happen one time when i was in my teens we we grabbed the wrong product um 
bad mistake. Oh, she grabbed the wrong product. May actually. I ask yeah, what kind of product? Uh, I don't, it was, it was not supposed to, it was not what it was, it was more like a hand cream kind of thing. And it just oh, okay. it wasn't, no, yeah. No, it like, was bad. I was going to say, I mean, fucking with a condom already makes the room smells like an auto zone. I mean, it, it sounds like you're sticking to another level. I, uh, thank you. I'm never going to go into an auto zone ever again and not think of the smell of sex. Thank you. Look, I just, ever you know again. what, they work in an auto zone. <laughs> I hope they're banging out back for the good of their sanity. Because who, who wants to, who's, who wants to work at an auto zone? If you're working at auto zone and you're mad at me, in, email us info to girlswomanmike.com. I will take that. But yeah, I hope you're having sure sex somebody out Somebody has had sex That's there. Yeah, I'm sure somebody has gone and just looked at these carburetors and said, yeah, damn, we, gotta, we just got to do it real quick. It's, <laughs> you know, if carburetors are your kink, I'm not, I'm not going to fetish shame you if carburetors get you off. I'm, I'm now confused. That I'm, I, I can tell you right I, now, I've I, I had sex in a radio shack before in the back room. Well, who hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the actual I worked, or not live feed. Yes, I worked at feed. a mall in the, the 90s, of course. Jeez. I worked at a mall in the '90s. Of course, I fucked at a Radio Shack. Yeah, but yeah, but people think it's like Steve masturbation as a count. I'm like, no, there was a partner with me at the time. Thank you. You know, oh, jeez. <laughs> how, how do you think she got the job? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she, oh, she shit. Was actually a she was my girlfriend. She was my girlfriend. We Taking tips together. from Debbie Does Dallas, I see. Exactly. I know, right? How do you think I learned Debbie about these things, man? Not a how-to hiring guide. We're just, we're just oh, saying. Yeah, it that's not... how to get fired. Ooh, that's you have to be really careful. That's that's how to I, that's that's how to be canceled. So so what is your guys? You you're talking about the um was it uh what movie was you said was your number one? I, are we? I'm trying to remember because we did Fab to the Future not that long ago and we were like this Fab is the, the best future, thing we've ever seen. And I'm trying to remember I mean, if we've seen anything since then. Why would why was Fab to the Future? The oh no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's it was fantastic for writing. I mean, uh, so it was written by a friend of the show, Leroy Myers, who uh, runs the phenomenal uh, porn parody site, uh, Wood Rocket. Uh, definitely love supporting that work. And a lot of the parodies that we make, Leroy has had some sort of a hand in just because he's kind of like the king of this. But uh, it, yeah. it, you can tell that. I mean, right now, as we speak, I'm wearing a Back to the Future shirt. Um, We're a little but, nerdy. Yeah, so we had actually one of our best friends uh, on. Uh, we had Natalia Regan um, from Star Talk All Stars, uh, and also one of the co-hosts on Star Talk uh, to review the porno with us. We all love the film. You could tell that the people who made this yeah. loved the content. I mean, you the can sex tell when was good fan... too. Oh yeah, that too. A porn yeah. movie with good sex. It like yeah. the it was thirteen minutes straight of plot before like it was unlike a lot of these movies like where it's like three minutes of talking if that and then 15 minutes of banging it was like half talking and then half sex and the like it was like there was there was kissing and making out and slow removal of clothing but still having that you know extra oomph factor of porno sex and like it was the probably the best porn sex i've seen like in one of these parodies at least but we've uh, also had some that. other Fantastic films like Pee Wee or oh, yeah. uh, Pee Wee's Big Triple X oh, Adventure. Um, it was so good. Tom, oh my God. I mean, our friend. To the Tommy scenes with Pistol, Tommy Pistol and Evan Stone. And Evan Stone. Evan Stone. Oh by my the God. Way, I mean, oh my God. Just he throws himself he is, into his acting. He is a thespian, and I will hear no arguments <laughs> otherwise. Like okay, with the we we also uh, we also reviewed Ghostbusters uh, parody porn, and Evan Stone was in that, and he's playing the Bill Murray character, which is uh, 
he was perfect. Uh, and at one point, there are like behind the scenes, uh, you know, there's a, there's a behind the scenes bit of footage that they have at the end. And there's a point where he, of course, gets slimed by Slimer or whatever they're calling him in the movie, which I'm sure was something a little cummier. Uh, but he's, you know, he's talking with the director. He's like, no, we have to start rolling before I throw the bucket of this on my head or else we can't see it dropping down my body and it won't work for the show. And I, I'm like, wow, he's arguing for how he gets, he gets cum dumped on him, basically. Which was so, so, wait, so, so the ghost don't slime. The, the ghost slime I, is actually. Um, it's been. I want. I think it was. It's been a little while since we've watched it, but it seems in tune with no, what the porn would there, do. I think it was mostly slime. I think. Yeah. They, yeah. I think they call that bukkake nowadays. I think that's the technical term for it, isn't it? Oh, that's what happens when it's many, many. That's that would be if many ghosts slimed him, or come on him. But one. this was one. So I don't remember oh, if it was slime or. It's, requires more than one. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I, I know about that. you did touch on something important, and this is I think that they need to do not just in like parodies, but more porn movies in general, along with like you know putting a little bit more oomph into the plot. Is like the workup man, like me. I I'm a foreplay guy. I I love good foreplay, and so much porn doesn't have that. It's I think so much uh, porn has pornolingus. Yeah, uh, yeah. pornolingus. So wait, it's. It, it, do, you, do you constitute like negotiations of price considered before play, Ian? Uh, well, I mean, you're Jewish, so I, I would cut it for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I gotta make it as cheap as possible, right? I mean, I look for women exactly. that have, like buy one get ones. You know, they got coupons, money back guarantee, group discounts. I'm into all that stuff, man. Mail yeah, I mean, you gotta alternate too. Sometimes you get yeah, like rebate. a first time take discount. Rebate, yeah. I like it, at, you know, on-site rebates, but, you know, I'll mail it in. I, I'll cut the coupons out, sure. That would yeah, be great if you know. could cut coupons on, like, cereal boxes for porn. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you, Pornhub, really, now, now advertising on right? Cocoa Krispies. Look, look, you know, you know how they want to do, like, this $1,000 government handout where they have a universal cost of living things, right? No, I'm telling you, man. What they need to do is they need to give people fucking vouchers for hookers. They would get voted in in a heartbeat. Everybody would be fucking happy. You know, I mean, how is this yeah, not a but, good idea? I mean, I, I because hookers, just like everyone else, are allowed to choose their clients. And you don't get to sit there with the thing saying, but I have a pass for this. Uh, when, I got it, a freebie. when it turns out you're a creep. I got a freebie. Yeah, there's no such thing as a freebie. Like. Yeah, it's kind of it, it's like it's like say you have, for instance, because you're like government. Let's say why this is bad. Uh, so say you said it was distributed by the government. So does the government automatically give sex workers uh, a certain amount of money from that? Are there rules who they are uh, allowed to turn oh, down well, for sex if they know someone's dangerous? Oh, yeah. But how do you decide? How do you you? This is a little bit too much federal fuckery in a vagina that that you shouldn't have. That's just that's my. Yeah, and then it become I'm sure somebody would be outraged by it. Yeah, I'm sure somebody would be like, well, oh, she didn't want to bone me. Have you looked at yourself? Are you blame her? And I, I look at it and go, look, just just like we, you have no rights to someone else's. Uh, no, no, nobody is obligated to want to fuck you. You have to, you're obligated to turn yourself into a human that people want to fuck. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've been trying to convince women of that for ages. It's it's not easier said than done. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I, I do believe in choice because there's there's been times where you know uh, I've I definitely chose <laughs> to not to, <laughs> and so if I am allowed that choice, I definitely think that they should be allowed that choice. I, although I don't mind trying to convince them to the contrary, of course. I think that's half the fun, you know. People, some women like seduction. 
They really do. Um, and I think that there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually one of my fetishes. People always want to know. I happen to like seduction. Um, and the women that I'm attracted to like to be seduced. And so it's kind of a game. Boy, that just yeah, had dead air. Holy crap. I, no, stop I, watching. Say, I spent... Uh... I spent I spent very little time with seduction on on my now husband. I banged him the night before our first date. Oh well, look at I I, I have met a woman uh, that night. We went out. We moved in together the next day and lived together five years. So it happened. I locked this it one down happens. with a contract. Hey That's man, I, I'm do. totally with you, there, Steve. Is that how you do it, Ian? Are you are you like the seduction? Do you like do you like you know work to get that those panties dropped? Well, see, I, I like the long game, and that's why I'm not really into, like, the whole Twitter th or Tinder thing or, you know, that kind of thing as much as because it's like I like to meet someone, kind of, like, let them know what to expect, and then you finally meet up, then you get the foreplay going. I, I'm, oh, I've always been a slower kind of guy like that. I, I, I enjoy the yeah, chase, I, never used I guess you could say. I, mean, I don't even know what to do I, on I, Tinder. Like, one of our I good friends met it. his... Uh, I mean, one of our good friends met his now wife through, uh, through, through. I believe it was the, uh, the, uh, what, what's the, the uh, on Craigslist? It's the, uh, the like one night stand type. Uh, uh, it's, oh yeah. Um, or um, casual encounters in there. Casual encounter. There we they go. Don't have like, adult, like, no, I don't think they have the adult yeah, thing. No, they, they don't have it anymore at all. But they're oh, they're no. married and still together, and it's been long enough that they're they were using really? a part of the internet that no longer exists to to find each other. Yeah. People find no. yeah, yeah, don't really get me wrong. I, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I wasn't oh, trying no, no, to I, argue that you that you can't find what you're looking for on uh, on Tinder. I'm just saying, like on Tinder, it's more like uh, there's uh, uh, there's no there's not really that chase that me and Steve are talking about. You know, like when you go on Tinder, you know what you want. You know, you're like, hey, let's go, let's go. You know, it's like it's just right there. I I, I well, enjoy I just, working I, up I, to I, it. I would never bother with Tinder, and no, I've never actually had to pay for sex besides emotional commitments. Um, you know, just drain. You always pay for sex some way, and most of the time it's with my soul. But uh, I've never financially had to give anybody money for anything. But I'm not against it. I think that it should be legalized. I really do. I think it should be actually taxed like anything else. Why not? Yeah, Wait. we yeah, we actually I mean, that would had make a guest on. Absolutely. Right, ahead, uh, so we had Alice Little on the show uh, on I want to say episode 32, uh, Little Brothel on the Prairie. Uh, where Alice Little is uh, one of the top, if not the top, sex worker in the country. Uh, like last year, the girl, she's like 26, she pulled in uh, $1.5 million. So that is, banging, that is That's a banging. That's a lot of banging. Pussy. Yeah. That is yeah, banging. But, uh, she must know tricks she, that nobody ever. She got down to a skill, probably. Well, I, I would not, hope so. She, yeah, you yeah, would right? think. It's, what does that like, run a night? It was like she was just charged like five thousand dollars a night. Uh, not totally certain. Uh, because sex workers they get to set their own rates. Um, at these yeah. brothels, uh, they essentially get to, in a sense, rent a room. They could stay there for a week, couple of weeks, months, a year, however long. And what's really nice is that uh, it's very safe for them an environment. I mean, they even have um a button that they can press if something were to hypothetically ever go wrong it was funny because she sold this i think she said she didn't she used it once but for a spider um <laughs> <laughs> i would yeah, too. But I, mean, I would too i'm arachnophobic fuck yes i would that motherfucker yeah, I mean, the fact that she's never had to do it for somebody harming her, it, it shows how safe this environment is. Like, there's always going to be demand for uh, for sex work. So let's make it safe for everyone involved. 
it's yeah, a lot no, more I than just it. sex. Um, it's there's an emotional connection. There's people who you know, this is sex work is very. I mean, it's basically part sex, part therapist for a lot of these people, really. Yeah, I know yeah, someone and, who, and, after uh, his marriage broke up, the first sex he felt comfortable having again was with a sex worker. So, yeah, yeah. Look at you know, they're subcontractors. <laughs> they do ten nine nine work and stuff like that. And uh, you know, a lot of the, the, from what I understand, the big push now is things like um, professional cuddling, um, girlfriend experience, right? Um, like you said, a lot of guys like like myself, I would be more interested in just you know having a conversation with a really hot you know chick. Um, then I would probably, you know, paying to have sex. It's just not my thing. Uh, but a lot of these, a lot of guys, they like that. They want that emotional connection, right? They like the fact that, you know, uh, this woman is, even though she's, you know, kind of pretending and acting in, in some ways, but they're having the experience of an emotional bond that you just can't get from having just straight sex. Any idiot can have sex. I mean, I know flat earthers are probably still confused how that works, but for the most part, any reasonably intelligent person could figure out how to have sex for the most part, right? But to have an actual bond with somebody, that's a lot different. And so I think a lot of guys yeah. are missing that emotional connection rather than the physical. Yeah, and I, yes, I lady, can resonate a lot I am with that. Life, yeah, by the way, in, in the live chat there, yeah, you, you, and you. Yeah, call me later. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I can actually resonate with that a lot, Steve. Like, I I don't really know a lot of the terms myself, but I guess my generation calls me like a demisexual, where I literally just cannot really get uh, like a physical attraction without like literally knowing someone so you know or having some yeah and, and how about dumb mental, people how, how do you yeah. actually attracted to somebody who's just mentally on the level of somebody who like a flat earther how would you how would let me ask you two uh you know we do flat earth a lot on this channel right we are dude if i found science. out tomorrow that bradley cooper was a flat earther i'd still be like time and a place where where do you want to how do you want to do this i'll bring the okay. lube Question all right like i just i wouldn't I would not. Fair I would enough, not date. Enough. But if I were I single, okay, I'd be like, you, we can you. do this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Manuel Ferrara. If I found out that he was not he, like a brainiac, I'd say, mm, uh, yeah, no, Manuel Ferrara. Yeah, I mean, I'm you, not going to kick a. Like, you know, I'm not going to kick somebody to the curb. Look, he's smart in all the ways it matters. He knows how to twist a girl's nipples, literally and figuratively. <laughs> <sighs> So it's good bang and okay, you know so it. Any, any of these movies that you watch, do they do they get into that whole BDSM thing? Because again, um, learning about BDSM, I discovered terms that I was not aware of before. And I guess they do things that to me I would consider against the Geneva Convention and probably illegal in two hundred countries. So why do you I don't think there are sadists in the world that do this? <laughs> they need to do they need an outlet for to practice these impulses. What is, I don't understand the sexual nature behind it. And again, I'm not trying to judge on them. This is their lifestyle. And whatever your kink is, fly your kink flag, rant, man. I am not judgmental. But I, I can actually I give you the like science the on would would you like to know the science yes, on why people like pain? Oh, I, so I would love uh, your yeah, body. Yeah. So you're Oh, there are a couple things at play. Number one, and this is like if you're if you're a neurologist out there that wants to fight me on this and tell me why this is not the brain uh, responds this way, please tell me. I would like to I would like to be correct. Um, but the uh, basically when you're putting the body into a controlled amount of pain, you're releasing a large amount of endorphins. And when you're building up sure. a spanking, you start really lightly and get a little like you you switch it up these different toys have ways of being used that they're they can feel like a massage or they can gradually build up a thud and you don't even realize it while it's building up but eventually you're like you feel really high 
and it's partially and it's basically the endorphin buildup. Now, some people are just pain sluts. I don't get it. It's not my fetish. But at the same time, they're, you know, the the link between pain and pleasure uh, is pretty strong just because of how our endogenous uh, endorphin system or our endogenous opioid system works. Yeah, and I totally understand that, right? I, I do get that the endorphin is going to be released. And I do understand there's a euphoric experience. But um, having candle wax burned down on my nipples, there's nothing that I think would be euphoric. Uh, you know, I've been working in industries before. So, I mean, I've worked with chemicals. I've, I've had steam burns. I've, I've, I've experienced excruciating pain uh, because of certain things. And I do not get sexually excited by it. So what is it about the pain to having your nipples, like, twisted and, and, and put, like, Six penny nails in it and shit. I, I don't understand how that is something that I, I as myself, I wouldn't be sexually attracted to that. It just doesn't do anything for me. You know, I, I will go with for an answer that uh, it's same reason why why I said to other types of pain why people are into that more extreme version. I've seen people who are into uh, needle play, who are into stapling, uh, and it seems to be the same kind of drive. You know, oh. start off with a spanking and eventually get there. Yeah, it freaks me out. I'm not okay with blood. Uh, it's, there's you know, some, there's somebody that stapled their scrotum and, and got infected. I'm like, oh hell no. But it's, you know, I look at it and go with, with all these things, it's fine that you're into it. Make sure you're doing it safely uh, in a way that will cause the sensation of pain without uh, actual damage. And that's what a lot of these things are, like spankings uh, and flogging. They're things that will will hurt, but in a controlled setting. So you're getting that, you are getting an endorphin release without um, uh, without being damaged. And I think, but I look at some of it that does cause, you know, permanent, uh, you know, scarring, scarring and, uh, from, yeah. from, and you know what, here's the thing that's perfectly okay. Do with your body what you want. Uh, just make sure you're doing it in a, in a way that's sanitary is all I, is, is all I put out to people. Oh, I, I agree with you. And two consenting adults, you know, <laughs> go fly your freak flag. If you find this is okay. And I'll ask this, Alice, explain this to me. Um, it's, it's weird enough when I experience these people telling me certain things that I have no concept of, right? I'm, no, I'm not involved in that type of, of universe. And so I hear things that I just think are something that I would never, ever even think of. Now, how is it they go about finding somebody else that has that same type of proclivity and that same type of kink? How? I mean, now we actually have the internet nowadays, but I mean, I, I'm just amazed that you find two people that could actually have the exact same thing. Like, oh, let me burn you with candle wax. Well, that's an amazing thing. Uh the internet. I mean, back, you have to understand that, and you probably remember this, I mean, back in the 90s, uh, we just actually interviewed for an upcoming episode a former dominatrix, who at the time, I mean, she was working when there was no internet. Uh, and when people had even just, you know, they wanted hypothetically a butt plug stuck in them. They felt as, yeah. if, well, I feel like I'm the only one. Uh, I feel, I feel like I'm a weirdo, but yet there's tons and tons of people i mean nowadays yeah. it's almost it's almost for the most part normalized anal play um yeah in the you past, can hop on actually stigmatized exactly no but what i'm saying is that no oh, you then, stomp on my dream steve yeah i know <laughs> you man we all have to have our line of demarcation right Baseball bat, no good. Yours is a us. small. Yours is a relatively small fist. Mine is a baseball bat. Yeah, you know, finger two, whatever, man. Sorry, right, go ahead. The question is, how big yeah, of a no, fist it's... would you take for love, Steve? Oh, she would have to be excruciatingly <laughs> hot. Like, I, we're talking like ten out of ten to even have even consider half this shit. Trust me. <laughs> 
just ask yeah. you never know yeah. Look, all I'm hey, saying you know, like is I said, man, I can't be, try anything. I, I may be so. secret. I'm not free. What was Alice? I'm sorry. Keep stepping on your because it's lag, and I apologize. It's fine. Uh, hey, be open to trying stuff. So, uh, but what, what I was going back is back in the day, we all used to be, for the most part, in silos. The internet, one of the fantastic things it's done is it's opened up for a lot, for every, for everybody, really, the opportunity to learn. The fact is that nowadays, if I, I want to learn how to stimulate someone's prostate, I can just Google it and learn how to do it the right way, as opposed to taking a, taking a stab at it and just shoving a finger into someone's butt. Yeah, I'm mean, taking we're a gonna, stab we're at gonna, and like, putting a finger butt. into her. A very interesting word choice. <laughs> see, I, just usually either side was like mm, 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 done, you know. Um, <laughs> see, the only, the only you gotta buttholes can hurt, man. Hey. You gotta you gotta work those. I mean, they're they're to quote Patton Oswalt, a nightmarishly elastic, but I, you gotta, gotta work you. on that elastic. No. See, here's the thing. Look at I I I've I've had a guy stick his finger in my ass before. Yes, because of medical procedures. So people are like wondering. Um, not my thing. Okay, did not enjoy it. Never will happen sexually ever. Yeah, I've never. Anyway, I've never enjoyed enough. a finger in any of my parts medically. And I love things never, stuck in my yeah, vagina I mean, normally. Context matters, okay. right? I mean, isn't wait, context wait, the most oh, important yeah, part? Hey, Ion, let me try. Ion, okay, so wait a minute. You're like, hey, you know, Steve, try just try it out. You know, I'm, I'm like, look, I mean, I don't have to suck a dick to know that I'm probably not going to like it, right? I don't think I have to do that, do I? No, I know maybe there's the same thing. Oh, that's different. Yeah, like, that I, I'm not saying the difference that is context matters. The difference in the sense is applying anything. The difference is Sorry. that one <laughs> is inherently having is having sex with somebody of your gender, and the other one is experiencing pleasure on your own body. And it's like it's like saying that masturbating by jerking your own dick is gay because you're touching a dick. <laughs> Like, dude, exactly. you've got, you have bit. all these pleasure buttons on your body. You have a prostate. Fucking use it. Event. If I had a prostate, I would event. never take a butt plug out of my ass. Yvette, thank you. Look. I'm never touching my penis ever again now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> no, you're going to, no. Just enjoy no, the extra know. stuff you have. You have something wonderful. The fact is that when I go to a gynecologist and if I get an ultrasound, they shove a massive wand into me. By the way, not in a fun way. And I like massive wands. Not again, not in a fun <laughs> way. So they even lube that thing up for Yeah, speculums, speculums and dildos, dildos are yeah. two different things. Speculums and Yeah, look at look at if you go to a doctor that doesn't be one of speculum. This is a uh it's like this, no, this isn't even a, a speculum. This is the thing they insert to do an ultrasound. It just oh, it looks like a dildo. Yeah, it, yeah, it kind of does. I've seen dildos that look almost exactly like them. And I mean, I've seen some hot radiologists, but that still doesn't do it for me. Also, I don't think yeah, you've no, seen the vast amount of dildos that we've seen. We oh, I well, I've, I've, I saw one. I, I saw one the other day called the Dragon. Oh, by, oh. Uh, Again, by that Dragon. Oh, I don't. Know, I don't get that much open. into it. All, all I all I you know is this: is that I didn't think human body could do different things. Yeah. I, I, how? Well, it okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. This is going so off topic here. I'm actually speechless. Um, there was a story that I I found out actually was true um, that we had on the show once. Guy was talking about a a guy that I guess he worked for Boeing or something like that, and uh, he wanted to take horse cock, and it ended up killing him. And actual you know, horse like, cock you know, or cock the size of a horse. horse this cock. No, he wanted to. Oh, he had Lord. a horse fuck him on camera. 
Um, they got it on video, um, and it, it ended up perforating, you know, his inner intestines or something, and he, he, he later died of, I think it was probably sepsis or something. But I, I'm thinking, first of all, um, I've actually seen things like that dragon. I mean, it's like that. I mean, it is just oh, yeah. ridiculous. And, yeah, and I'm like, I don't think okay. the human body was designed for certain things. I mean, have you ever tried taking a turd, you know, when you got something like, can you imagine like that? I'm like, I, I don't see how that would ever be something that would be utilized in any kind of sexual way. I, you I don't you need to grow more imaginative about how you use yeah, your holes, sir. I'm vanilla, Look, man. I, mean, I told you. Everyone has think their own fetish. There's people, who, there's people who enjoy stretching fetishes, so why not? Yeah. So, so here's one for you. Uh, so I have a, uh, a we're going to call this person a friend uh, who thinks blowjobs are yicky. And you probably think that's horrifying, right? I, I would like never that know that somebody kind of could. Like, yeah. No, here's the thing. Like no. your her her thoughts on blowjobs are your thoughts on the masochistic stuff. So I think there's this. I kind of have the level up, level down theory. Anything a little crazier than what you do is is uh, way too crazy. Anything like a level lower than what you do is just too tame. So she thinks your sex life is fucking crazy, and you think the sex life of someone who does occasionally what I do is fucking crazy, and that's fine. But it's like you don't have to understand it for someone else to enjoy it. No, I get that. No, that actually makes sense to me. I like that. Everybody has like their level of comfort, right? Yeah, I mean, a, a girl that doesn't yeah. give the a thought that me, somebody couldn't be okay with blowjobs yeah. never entered your head, probably. Like, not just doesn't like giving them because you know it is a job, uh, but like yeah, the so thought of work. the thought of somebody being repulsed and thinking everyone who does that is disgusting. Like, that's terror. That's crazy to talk to you, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I totally get yeah. that because here's, I, I, I had to think about this later on in life. This was actually. <laughs> You know, when I got older, I thought about this. I thought, look, I actually happen to like going down. I think eating out is like one of my favorite all-time things to do. I could do that. Just, I mean, it's just, I love it. I mean, guys out there, that's a skill set that you really need to develop. And I'm telling you, it's well worth it. And I enjoy it, right? I know that they enjoy it. I And I enjoy it. One, I think it's more of a, a dominant type of thing, maybe. But I actually really do enjoy it. And and so I always thought to myself. Like, Ladies, he's single is what he's saying. I'm, and he's, he's got to, so he can do this for you. He's, he's singing right on his ready now. to mingle. I just he has the tongue of a fat chick. So, um, so uh, my thing was this: that um, I always wondered what girls got got you know for having what what they got out of giving a blowjob. I didn't understand what they were getting out of it, and I always felt kind of bad that I was like on the receiving end, but I wasn't giving anything back to them during that time. But then I thought about it later on. Look, some of them actually really do actually enjoy it. And then I thought, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, if you enjoy, I mean, you just mentioned you enjoy giving your partner pleasure by eating out. There are women who enjoy giving their partner pleasure by sucking cock. Right. And here's the thing. Thank I'll, you. I'll, I, get wait, it I mean, I this totally isn't, this isn't too off. Like I try not to discuss my, uh, my sex life with my husband too much. Uh, but you know, this is pretty normal while I'm giving a blowjob, uh, I'll have a Hitachi on, on my parts. So, you know, like you guys, you can give someone else pleasure and be getting it at the same time. And, you know, like don't, as long, as long as a guy isn't freaked out and feel and feeling, uh, threatened by a Hitachi, you guys can both have an amazingly better time with, with the use well, of this toy. I'm not going to take a Hitachi to, be... to dinner. That's all I'm saying. It's well, my, I mean, look, if mine would just right? hang up my curtains. So what do you, what do you, wait, does you, do you have like three speeds, low, high, and who needs a man, who needs a man again? Is that the three speeds that you have? 
It has multiple speeds. There's two different versions. There's one with a cord, which we don't recommend because the cord is kind of limiting. Uh, I just, I had that one threesome where somebody had to sit there holding the cord to the wall and it was, (laughs) I felt bad for the guy. Oh, jeez. Oh, I can't imagine. I I did dirty things to him later. It all worked out. But yeah, that's a thing that happens. So I think what's going to happen is my, my, uh, my fancy now is to actually get a blowjob while binge watching Game of Thrones. How's that? (laughs) <laughs> you know, it depends on the, I think it depends on the episode, how weird it is that you're getting off to it. That's true. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't watch, I mean, I watched the first couple ones and I just couldn't get into it. So um, I figured like, I'd, I'd probably try again. Hashtag spoiler alert. It's only okay if you're jerking off to Jon Snow and Danis, uh, Daenerys uh, doing it in season seven. If you're still doing it in season eight, it's weird. Wait, you're going to make me wait to season seven? <laughs> Sorry, was that like it's? I look, I I had a plan. Look, I had a plan, and I stuck to it. I said I was only going to start watching it two weeks before the finale and binge it, and I did. And that way, I didn't have to spend years, uh, being you know, uh, getting into characters and and investing t- uh, time and waiting and being like, I like this character. Why did they die? Which is you know, Twitter Sunday night for the They'll last die. decade. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like you just know going in, everyone's gonna die. All the characters you love are gonna have a fucking horrible time. Uh, and uh, yeah, the. Uh, um it's that's so yeah but season season seven there's some there's some fucking with these two characters and season eight there's a plot twist that makes you go i can't jerk off to this anymore so <laughs> you just you just so it's kind of like walking dead they all die eventually at some point right it's this is why i hate watching shows your favorite characters die well i mean and that's a whole different why couldn't that have happened dead it's I'm trying to think why why couldn't that have happened with Dexter? It would have been such a better ending. Uh, oh, like Dex- oh, you, uh, Dexter that, dying would have been better than his fate. That uh, we gotta get to super chats here in a second. But Dexter was a brilliant series. The people that produced that last one need to be executed or at least flogged. That was an abomination they, yeah. of a brilliant series. Um, I'll tell you how I would have ended it. He should have gone off with that with her whatever her name was. I can't remember her name. The really cute blonde, um, and they should have just rode off in the sunset. And she now has become his new passenger because you always talk about his dark passenger. But love has yeah. triumphed over that, and now he has a new passenger. That's her, and they're riding off together. Wouldn't that have been a well, hell of no, a lot I better? Mean, she stays, but doesn't she stay with like she leaves the kid with him and rides yeah. off to go be a lumberjack in Canada? Like, he, dude, he, 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 I don't. Just, it's it was just it was also. Ridiculous. I yeah like here's the thing if you watch Dexter just pretend everything after uh the Trinity killer is is not there just w- pretend it w- pre- yeah pre- that was was it season I thought it was season five that Trinity showed up and I always get those mixed up because Trinity uh, you think it's the third one but yeah Trinity was, was the most the amazing villain he okay. was uh and it was played by John Lithgow and it was just pretend the whole thing ends right there and you will have such a satisfying end to the show yeah, don't watch the last season. But we gotta get oh the super God, chats so here because cool. we are running out of time. We want to don't keep you know can't keep you two lovely ladies that long. So David, will you do me a favor? Will you please um, read off the super chats for us? I will, Steve. Uh, we have You're the man. Not that many tonight. You zero one three two one three two says babyface Steve is the best Steve. Oh. Fiasa says. How sh- how would a subscription model for porn business work when exclusivity is no more a thing thanks to the internet? Interesting. 
how do how do subscriptions work to websites? Well, you basically get money and you have access to it. I thought he's talking. About yeah, I mean, we we subscribe to places to have. Right, but he's talking about the fact that exclusivity is no more a thing. Well, yeah, it's... stuff is going to get pirated and content's going to be out there, but there's plenty of stuff behind paywalls. Clearly, hasn't paid yeah. for porn, or else he'd know that there's a lot of shit behind there. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, a lot of stuff, stuff going on. There. You get you get special access to certain things, right? Right, a lot of good shit well, too. Tons more yeah. video, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, we've and just to see if I could find them. Like we paid for all of our porn. I looked around to see if I could find the good stuff that we review non-paywalled. It's pretty hard to find. Uh, in some cases, mm -hmm. it's just not out there. So you know, you can if you like you can minimize it uh if you're if if that's part of your business model but a lot of it is the clips that you sell directly to fans and that's that's a thing that's part of the uh subscription service Ash right yeah i think that's a brilliant way of doing it yeah ash scott says Go i was in a, i was in a porn video i can't paste the link here but just google rick astley never gonna give you up if you want to see oh i've seen that like the cucumber Okay, so it was a Rickroll porn. I didn't even know. That. I, I had a, I had a No, I want to know in this porn, do they play the video to? What? That that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Well, you actually played Rick Astley in the. Oh, I just wanted to know if if you got Rickrolled during uh Rick Astley porn, like if the video, the original, starts playing in it. Would they have the rights to it? They'd have to pay for. It. I've had a video cut from uh, from YouTube for using the song. Yeah, I, oh, I, I would figure it. they. they yeah. Do. So to I, Facebook they... with it, I went. Kriasa <laughs> <laughs> says it's just baby steps now, but how much would VR change the porn industry if the tech really? Oh, it, it has. Will, it already so has. Will, will the world we... experience population drop? So what's interesting is our second episode was with a former reference librarian and uh, actually the woman who basically launched the first porn VR site, Ella Darling. Um, so she actually walks through on how porn has kind of affected the industry. And if really VR is going to survive, porn is kind of going to take it there. Uh, when I was actually yeah. at the Adult Entertainment Expo, um, this year, as opposed to any other year uh, prior, there were so many uh, booths just dedicated solely to VR porn. And the quality that exists now, as opposed to what used to exist, night and day, um, where if you look, it's we're talking 360 uh, shots. We're, we're talking about something where the quality is not subpar and you actually feel like you're in the scenario. Um, there are also VR porn, uh, what's it called, um, like uh, the equivalent of Oculus Rift specifically made for VR porn, as well as sites dedicated to creating content for that. Uh, and a lot of it's really good, actually. Yeah, and yeah. no, I hear that they, that that's kind of the hardest to make because they have to do so many different angles, so many different shots. I mean, th those those poor women might have to have like a dick in their mouth for like four hours shot from many different angles. Um, and then you get to switch and stuff. And then, you know, obviously with the VR stuff, I mean, they can have eventually some kind of really full immersion when, you know, people have these, like, I guess they have these suits now that actually have certain sensory things. So while you're watching, it actually has like sensory as well. Um, I mean, I think another 100 years, man, people won't even have access. Is that what it's called? What is it called? Yeah. 
I think nice. I've seen pictures yep. of a, of something like that, isn't it? Uh, or isn't there some version in Japan that got big for a little bit? Uh, I'm not sure what the the thing you're referencing in Japan is. Although nowadays there are dildos that will vibrate to, um, it, hypothetically, if let's say uh, your partner is utilizing a specific toy a certain way, um, you know, remotely mm -hmm. um, via Wi-Fi, um, via Bluetooth, things like that. Um, so, I mean, teledildonics actually goes back 20, 30 years. Um, I think the mm. first one, a utilized light. Um, it's pretty old. The technology there. The problem is it was also kept under some patent law. So some stuff hasn't been really developing until more than recently. And of course, there's going to be issues like latency issues. So the last thing you want is like someone touching you and then you don't feel it. And then like 30 seconds later, you say, oh, wait, I, I feel it out. I feel it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> delayed reaction, yeah. It's like, oh, hey. We're um, experiencing a second, seven second delay in my pussy. Yeah. That, <laughs> that would suck because they're probably done before you. It's like, you know, they're already done seven seconds earlier. And you're just catching up, you know? Man, talk about a way to make buffering even shittier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need high speed connection, nice. friends. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Plug, right. get, get some Ethernet pumped right into that into that dildo. Oh wow! Yeah, don't use Wi-Fi for that kind of that kind of stuff. <laughs> straight to that plug-in. The orgasm is on the line here, people. It has to be a full duplex connection. Brady full Beaver. Duplex. No, yeah, no, it's no. Brady Beaver says, "Buckle down, men. If you can't find your find the thing, you're not paying enough attention. Dig deep, suck hard, and you can get the little beast to show itself." Yeah, I mean, it may take we a little work sometimes. Yeah, but I'm still I'm never going to believe that that there are guys over the age of I would say even 20 or something that I mean anybody can go to the anybody that can drink should be able to know where to find that little bugger. I, mean, I just I don't get it. It's you know if you're not sure if you're hitting it on your partner, fucking talk to them. Yeah, and let them tell you. I mean, I well I think a lot of guys would be embarrassed though if they didn't. I don't know. I just couldn't imagine that. I just I, I live in a whole separate reality. I guess I've known what that little bugger was since I was high just ask it's you know you know, so, it would be know worse more, to go you know, years and years not being able to get your partner off this is true no I, you make I, I'm finding out that, years actually. down I'm the line that, that she's been faking it to make you feel okay about yourself for not hey. getting a road map exactly. look man I, I figured i found out i was doing it wrong for 30 fucking years man so you know it's all good you but, know? but i mean i want to want to make one thing clear though if you're a woman and your guy is, has consistently not been getting it uh talk to him about it this is this is for both people y'all need to chit chat about what's what's making all your parts wet and hard yeah no i mean they have a really good point there i i lost my virginity at 14 i was with the same girl for like four years right and six months into it she's like Oh yeah, by the way, I just came for the first time. And I'm like, well, haven't you every time? And that was a conversation and a lot of embarrassment on my part there. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I hear it from that age and I harsh, think, you know, yeah. it might just be that she didn't know her body all that well yet, but at the same time, oh, well, like, I understand. <laughs> it, oh, never mind. It's yeah. she. And then no, I get, I, you know I, what? I do have a girlfriend who's, sorry to interrupt. No, it's, I do have a girlfriend who's about my age who has never had an orgasm and has tried everything. Wow. Yeah, and it's, See, she's I, like, yeah, I sex I feels great, it. but I have I have a friend who I still talk to this day. Um, I've known her since probably at elementary school together, but junior high, at least I know for a fact high school, but I think she probably was my junior high. And and her senior year, we we had hooked up, 
And uh, I did things to her that even to this day, she just has told me that nobody ever does. She, she has basically said, still, she can't get somebody to do exactly what I did when I was like back then. It was just before I was leaving to the Navy. Um, and I was like flattered because I had no idea about this, right? And so I figured, you know, I, I knew I was always pretty decent at certain things, but to have a woman remember after like all those years, I thought that was very flattering because she just recently told me like last year of that. So uh, guys out there, trust me, I'm telling you, learn this shit, take, take their advice. Um, if, you, if you think they're not doing it right or if you don't think they're pleasing them, ask them, you know, let them know. I mean, even or, if you or, think you're doing it right, talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the harm? Yeah, I mean, yeah, every so often good... I still ask my husband, is there something that we haven't done that you want to do? And it might just be it hasn't come up yet. He just saw it in a video, whatever. It's like, but, you know, check in with your partner. Hey, do you, is there something new or something different? I'd be happy and if one made me a sandwich. I'd like to try that. Just, you know, like actually make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... I think I think the one time my husband uh, said that to me just as a joke. I'm like, I'm getting Uber Eats, baby. It'll take care of the same <laughs> need without without me feeling quite so patronized. That's good. That was brilliant. Yes. But I well, you know what? I, oh, sorry. I, I was just gonna say what it comes down to. You know, is it's like, it, you know, you talk about you know how you've been told you know that it hasn't quite been the same. And that I think a big part of that comes down to just the fact that you know, like I've been told similar things, and it just comes down to the fact that we really legitimately enjoy doing it. You know, there are people that just really don't, so they half-ass it. You know, or you know they want to do it, but they just don't have that passion for it. But when you when you enjoy doing something, you're gonna do it well. Right. You're gonna make sure you do it well. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, Dave, what you got I, for us? Yeah. Right. I know we got we got to wrap this up soon. So Dave, can you finish the super chats real quick? And by the way, um, you know what's funny is I'm usually the most self-effacing person on the planet, right? I mean, I down, and but when it comes to this topic, I happen to like this topic. So sorry, live chat, you get it. You sight of me, you don't actually see very often. Um, I actually do like this topic, Dave. Uh, well, corrupt syntax says non-sec has been absolutely entertaining and informative recently. Red's dead's love sponge. That's last night's show. If in case you didn't see that quote. The anti-NIFB massa BS, and now these amazing women. You are killing it, Kyle, Steve, and Dave. Thank you. Well, thank we have you. amazing guests. I, I got to tell you, um, I'm very grateful for the quality of people we get. Um, half the time, you know, we, we have guests on. And then you got us. How? <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, we have to have a range, right? We have to have a range. Uh, no, I know. I we had to be someone's bottom. Uh, Actually, we're on the bottom. <laughs> uh, we haven't noticed. You guys are tops. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, just, we're topping the from the bottom. To this is the closest I've ever came to having a real foursome. So, hey, Dave. Riggles World says, What's the worst surface to bang on? Hardwood deck timber is very rough on the knees and my. Uh, I mean, are, are we talking? Um, I, ooh, okay. I so, mean, uh, what's worse? Uh, uh, like, you know, wood that's splintery or uh, concrete that's going to gravel you out. Like, there, there are a lot of fucking bad ones. Don't fuck on anything we, that you are, think is going to give you uh, ripped knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidewalk, like, I know. sidewalk gravel is bad. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'd say yeah. I remember that from my youth, but, like, I don't think two weeks ago counts as my youth. Fervor <laughs> carpet is the worst. Carpet's carpet pretty sucks. bad. Yeah, I mean, carpet's don't, don't one that most of us... Yeah, it's like if you can have carpet or hardwood, like they're they can both give you a burn from from doing some stuff on them. But yeah, I I will pass on carpet if I can sheet, avoid man. it. Kind of sheet, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I, I think concrete is probably the worst that I that I've done. Mm. 
Princess Dave? April I... Princess April Van Rains. Ryan, I always get that messed up. Says I love Steve McCrae. Hey. Oh. oh. Who doesn't, right? My heart. My, heart. And my parents, Morgan. my fa you know, that's my family, my exes, uh, my pets. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, who doesn't that matters? <laughs> right. Yeah. They, well, my family doesn't matter. No, I'm kidding. They really don't. <laughs> Jen Morgan says me fat, ugly, sixty-five-year-old lesbian virgin. Any advice? Don't be so safe of self-effacing. Would be my advice. Yeah, that's kind of good advice. Look at I'm like I said. If I'm the most self-effacing person on the planet, but I'm starting to feel better about myself. I'm starting to actually. You know, like I said, you guys may have not noticed what uh, I've seen before, but I had a beard down to like here. I had a long, long beard. I recently shaved. Um, I just got my hair done. I'm working on my tan. I'm trying to change my overall appearance because I just, you know, personal reasons. And so, uh, you know, I think confidence is a big thing. And I want to be able to get back into my confidence because I've lacked it, you know, quite recently for various things. So to that person who asked that question, um, do something different. Change something up. Uh, go out and do something for yourself. Have a good meal. Get, you know, just do your, you know, hair, just something to make you feel better yourself and go out and just start talking to people because that's what I've been doing recently. I've actually been going out in real life uh, and actually talking to people and I've had some amazing experiences um, and more than just going out to like a coffee stop asking about whether atheism or agnosticism, those kind of questions. I've actually been having actual conversations with people at bars and I've enjoyed it. Uh, I met one person that, um, we're gonna be having a poker game here soon, and he, and you know he's gonna invite like twenty people over. So I'm expanding my network in real life. Um, I think that you may want wish to do that. Just expand, expand your your, your network, and, and feel better about yourself. Yeah, I mean it's, it doesn't I, even have to be like a big change or anything. You know, a hairstyle. Uh, you know what kind of perfume you wear, whatever. And the the biggest thing for me personally has been if I have issues. You know, look, uh, I was dry for eight years. I changed location, changed my approach, and, you know, something happened in three weeks, <laughs> you know, and it's, yeah, uh, just change it up. changing the approach is the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, turn yourself into a person that people want to date. And it's like, I don't, I'm not sitting here going, you have to change everything about your face, everything about your, but like, there are people out there who like every body type. You just have to, you know, go, like we have places on the internet where you can go find them. Uh, but, you know, think about what you might have for a dating pattern with what your approach is and look around online for not pickup artist places, obviously, but for people that give advice on how to, you know, how to talk to someone when you're trying to figure out how to flirt. And that's that flirting is kind of a skill if you're doing it with intent uh, to try to, to try to hook up with someone. So yeah, it, I mean, it's not just like, I, I wish it was as simple as saying to someone, you just need to be more confident. It's like, yeah, but the fact that I haven't gotten laid is making me not confident. <laughs> like it's this, it's a cycle. So, you know, look at yourself. Oh, down there, there, yeah. Me. No, I mean, it's, I just want to, you know, point out there's a, there's a flaw in the logic and it's like, all right, look at what at yourself and figure out what you can concretely change. Um, because you know, you know what you have in there, um, and people need to need to be able to see it too. So figure out, make yourself a person that people want to date. Um, and don't, don't think about your way to something that's holding you back. Uh, don't think about, about your, about any of that. It's like, it's going to be how you approach people and how they get to know you.
And yeah, that, I totally uh, agree. With that. I haven't dated it in years, by the way. But what's giving me my confidence is the fact that I have the most amazing uh, people in the live chat and some women that uh, they know who they are. They have given me the, the most brilliant advice and the, and the most confidence. And everyone out there that you know who I'm talking about, and I don't have to call your names out, but I want to thank you for the last couple of weeks for the advice people have been giving me on different things. Um, and I've taken it to heart, and it's been it's been a huge change. Um, and my interactions with people in real life and the fact that I want to start dating again. There's somebody I actually do have an interest in, people do know. Um, and it's been a huge thing, so it's cool. I was also going to add, too, a lot of it has to do with where you're looking. You're looking at the wrong kind of people that are shallow enough not to like you for you. Then fuck you. This is true. Yep. All right, yeah. Are we good on Super Chat or anything else? Good. No, we got a couple. I think we got I let's that's rush it. through them because I got I have plans at eight o'clock of doing a rum and coke show tonight. On my I channel. just have awesome. to pee. That's all I have to do. But it's a, it's a fairly mm -hmm. soon have to pee. So you're right, welcome we, for we knowing what's happening here. down there, folks. We're, yeah. we're done with super. You chat, know what? So. Fascinating topic. Yes, we we love knowing the the what's going on downstairs with most of our guests. Uh, we usually hate most of us are hardcore. We keep a, a bottle next to us just for those emergencies. No, not really. Actually, I do know one person that does do that. But we do got to wrap it up. I'm having an after show um, on my channel with uh, Sarah Michaels, people, if you guys know who she is. Uh, she's been uh, she's been on the, actually the channel tomorrow, too. But uh, she's uh, been a beautiful voice in the transgender community. Uh, I've been loving this, her videos that she's been putting out. And she's going to come on tonight. And we're going to invite people and drink and talk philosophy. So everybody's welcome to that on my channel. But uh, nice. I want you two ladies, please, to, to wrap up uh, with your podcast, put out the information about that. And by the way, I'm going to start listening to this. There's a few of these actually I've looked at. I listen, I looked at it, throw the name and go, I might check out your review on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are the only podcast that got Tom Arnold to review uh, the relevancy of uh, who's nailing Palin to the Russian situation. I remember that nail and Palin. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Having having Tom Arnold on to review it was it was a trip. He was he was a lot of fun. Awesome. That would have been awesome. So, I wish we could have just gotten him like a few months later when like he was dropping inside info about Michael Cohen. All right. So so everybody, I want to thank you very much for coming on here. Um, we'll put the links in the video description to your podcast and. Dave, oh, oh, by the way, I let me thank you as well for, for coming in last minute to co-host, by the way. Thank you very My much. Pleasure. And to the live chat, thank you for being the wonderful live chat that you usually are, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, y'all.